0: Well, that's because Liz, lesbian, 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 les. I mean, come on, it's easy to make this mistake.
1: Adam Curry, John C. Dvorak. It's
2: February 18, 2010, and time for your Gitmo Nation Media Assassination, Episode 175. This is No Agenda. Hot on the trail of the missing C-SPAN archives, and coming to you live from the 13th floor of the Marriott Marquis in downtown San Francisco in the Crackpot Command Center in Gitmo Nation West, California, in the morning, I'm Adam Curry.
0: And better late than never here in foggy Silicon Valley North, I'm John C. Dvorak. It's
2: a buzzkill. In the morning. In the morning to you, John. In the morning. In the morning. In the morning. It's always to a morning somewhere. Somewhere it is a morning. Oh, man, I'm so sick. Yeah, you have a cold or something. I think i got a swine flu. It's the, no, it's the second wave of the swine flu coming through. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, so I'm in the... Uh, in san francisco again yeah yeah i'll be back in uh in the new hilltop watchtower on uh on sunday just up here to enjoy the fog it's been so wonderful and we got it, like ferries are closing down airplanes are crashing it's crazy
0: by the way your take on the airplane crash and i had some clips of that of the details but i obviously don't have too many clips today uh, you 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 said thought they turned right, but they turned left.
2: Yeah, no, I I. Um, so we're ta- we're referring to the three employees of uh, Tesla Motors, and I must have received 150 emails of people saying, ah, ah, "Ah, This is a clear case of two to the head, big oil killing executives of. Uh, <laughs> Seems uh, unlikely. Yeah, no, it's like you know, it's a very unfortunate accident. So what I did do is I I checked out the uh, San Jose uh, airport information. Because flying into wires, I mean, the thing is you have no details. The, what I understand is it blew up in the air when it flew into the transmission lines. Now, I think you pretty much have to hit the tower to explode in the air.
0: No, they hit the top of the tower and took oh. out all the power in the area. Oh, they did
2: hit the top of the tower? Yeah. Ah, that sucks. Here's
0: the, way, here's the way it was described. And I had, like I said, I had this on clips, but I can tell you what it was. Yeah, sure. The plane took off and then quickly veered to the left uh, instead of just going straight out in the direction of the runway, which it's supposed to do. And and it veered to the left really quickly and then almost took a complete right turn, just a very oblique right turn. And then couldn't get altitude, I guess, and slammed into the uh, tower, the top of the tower, sheared off a wing, and then went crashing into the houses that were there.
2: Okay, so the first thing I did is I looked at the notices to uh, to airmen, the NOTAMs. And uh, it clearly said there was transmission a 100-foot transmission tower to the east of the field. So that would have meant they would have turned right. But then I was looking further yesterday and looking at the reports. That would make no sense because there's no houses there. You're basically in the bay, so that's not where they came down. And uh, the departure, because you can depart in bad weather. You can depart in fog, no problem. But now to hear that they suddenly veered left, I believe that this may have been a case of uh, mechanical failure because well, it was it's a, a two-engine plane twin engine plane exactly and probably one of the engines failed they couldn't recover quickly enough and you know when one of the engines differs in power uh you have a high likelihood of uh of uh a quick snap to uh, to the other direction of the the opposite direction of the of the engine that has failed and apparently never got above 60 feet Oh yeah, well then you're definitely into the tower. So I, I think it's probably mechanical. It's no matter what in, avia- in aviation we call this uh, a bad day. Yeah,
0: and a day, the guy was apparently a a very right experienced there. pilot and a, a nutball. And so no, wait a minute,
2: why does an experienced pilot have to be a nutball?
0: No, I said and a nutball. He was an engineering crazy. You yeah. know, well real- you know
2: yeah. See this thing, it's all about the maintenance. It really, it's either mechanical or it's pilot error. There's, there's just no other. There's there's no other options, so it sounds to me like this was a mechanical failure, and it's horrible.
0: Yeah, it's terrible. But
2: but you know uh, what I don't like is on you know people are like eh, well, they shouldn't have taken off in fog and it's no problem you can take off in fog it's not an issue. Yeah, not an issue at all. But it it blows. Ugh. Hey John, who are our executive producers for episode one hundred and seventy-five of this fine program we call No Agenda, which you're probably not tweeted about yet?
0: Oh, I should. You're right. Yeah. Which my one tweet were- my my tw- tweet Twitter army gets irked at me when I don't tw- tweet. Uh, tw- I can't even say it anymore. <laughs> Let not, me uh, let me Twitter this real quickly as you talk about something, and then we'll give the executive producers that way they can get they can get some credit at least be heard by whoever is pays attention to my stuff.
2: Okay, well, there is quite a lot of stuff to talk about today. Oh, it's way too much. Yeah, it, which always makes me think you know somehow we have to get to this third show a week because these shows just become too long and at the end of the show i was listening to you know i do monitor what we're doing Nobody
0: complains about the length of the show nobody
2: no but i feel rushed after we do like the the donations like three quarters of the way through the show then we have like 15 20 minutes and there's all the stuff that we still have to get to and and you know and and i'm still missing stuff and it's it's not like it's unimportant and, and today actually i think we need to talk a lot about the state of uh, of the united states finances and and who of course is um footing the bill for us well ultimately we are but i've got a uh, some i think some reasonable insight into uh the the debt holders of uh, us debt china and japan there's been a shift there and change and what the united states is doing about it um so we'll get to that also um Mysteriously, some archives from the C SPAN.org website, video uh, archives have gone missing, ones that I was looking for. So we'll talk about that. And uh, wow, you know, last night I was watching the, uh, uh, before I went to bed, I was watching some of the Olympics. I have to say, it, for some reason, it's, it it's hypnotizing. Yeah, I know it's a problem. In fact, <sighs> I was listening on the way,
0: we went to the city. Yesterday to have dinner with you, and I was listening to they were one of the local shows. They were actually watching the Olympics and giving a play-by-play.
2: And even that of was curling. Interesting. <laughs> of curling? No, that can't be interesting. <laughs> it was actually
0: for some reason interesting.
2: Oh no. oh no! I watched the women's downhill, and it was like wow, because you know what was great that about her. it. That girl's unbelievable, she looks like she's having the time of her life. Have you seen the legs on those girls? Oh my God! It's just like the like horse's legs. Unbelievable.
0: Well, that's what you have to do if you're going to be that you know, you have to have a lot of power in those yeah. legs. Oh, yeah.
2: But I loved watching it because it was all icy and they had a lot of really spectacular crashes. Now, I feel yeah. bad when they crash but still it's like, oh, you know. But you,
0: still, our, you, our girl, Vaughn, is just well, We had the top up. two, right? Yeah.
2: We had um, uh, Vaughn was uh, gold and the other girl was silver. Yeah. yeah, Excellent. Our, our, our girls just throw themselves down the slope. Yeah, they're like maniacs, to yeah, be honest. Just hurtling about. down. It's like, whoa. <laughs> I got some respect. And then she puts on a little tiara. <laughs> like, okay.
0: <laughs> All right. So we got our, our executive producers for this show. We actually have a, an anomaly. Uh oh. We have three executive producers who all came in with the same amount of money, with the exception of one guy who added fifty cents, which I'm, I'm not going to separate him out because of that. And then only one. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! If, wait, if
2: someone comes in at fifty cents over, I, I feel that they, you know, they do have a step above the rest. You know
0: these numbers are also so interesting that I, I'm giving. I think they should all be named executive producer. Okay. But you can put that. You can put Stephen Palsmacher's buddy, the Separator Number One, because Palsmacher gave us three thirty-three fifty-four.
2: And this is on behalf of the Separator, right? Yeah. Who will now
0: be knighted on Sunday? By the way.
2: Wow. Okay. And uh, so the, so but, well, now is Stephen's Steven, already a knight, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now the separator, who Stephen is, basically paid for his knighthood, and we're not yeah, doing. We're only doing knighthoods question. on on Sunday. That's the deal now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. On Sunday, mm-hmm. he's an air traffic controller, obviously. But we had two other guys who gave three thirty-three.
2: Well, it's the magic number, John. Don't you know that by now? Well, okay, let me name them. That's the magic let me number. Yes, three. It is.
3: It's the
4: magic number. <laughs>
0: In the morning brother uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, let me just read you this Here's our first Luca Capodoro In Milano Hey One of the pig yeah, we got an Italian guy listening to us Yes, nice A micro He's got a note a micro, Pronto Pronto, Luca A, a microquake caused by global warming urged me to donate the perfect palindrome, which I promptly did before the crook takes all my money away. (laughs) I guess he's referring to the... the, the, the (laughs) Berlusconi. Berlusconi, right. So what am I thinking? Yeah. He says, by the way, I'd rather be waterboarded with a bottle of Ferrarelli instead of Avian. Come on, I'm Italian. PPS, yes, I listened to No Agenda 172 and 173 back-to-back over a long late late drive over a weekend of ski and
2: spa in the Alps. Suck it, Adam. Uh, what does that mean? I don't know. Uh, it's okay. I'll suck it. Hold on. Because I, of course, can reach it. I can't hear. Hey. Okay,
0: okay. And then we got at another 333 from Matthew Hawking in Brisbane, uh, Australia. Brisbane, he- I think you pronounce it. Brisbane. Uh, whatever. Uh, I think it's Brisbane. 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 I think that's mm-hmm. what they say down, down under. Well, if Brisbane. they say that, we'll pronounce it that way. Greeting my buzzkill and crackpot overlords. <laughs> First John is right. I type like him as well with my DeNova Logitech keyboard leaning back in my chair. It's the best. In your in, in your underwear. <laughs> uh, well, You have to be in your underwear. Yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> Says he's, he went on and on, Don with Stephen Conroy and Crud, Kevin Rudd. I love small tits. It's my right to look at them without feeling like a sicko, you bastards. Please use the attached funding to acquire hookers and blow.
2: Yay! Okay, right on. Thank you. <laughs> so that's... Uh, Matthew, awesome. So those are our-, our
0: associate. Okay, is, oh wow, we have uh, an associate, great. Another Australian, we, we must have hit a chord with the Australians last show. Yeah, it's about time. Another palindrome, 20202. Nice. From Suzanne Tacey in Noosa, Queensland. Oh. Long time no, listener. And that actually, I think, yeah.
2: is Queensland.
0: I think it's Brisbane
2: and Queensland.
0: Queensland, Australia. Longtime listener of DSC and NA. John, if you can pronounce my husband's name, he will donate too. His name is Massimo. He makes what is regarded as the best Italian cream. No,
2: cream you messed this- it up, dude. Ciao. You messed it up. It's Massimo. That's what I said Massimo. You said Massimo. Well, okay, I just pronounced it correctly. Massimo. <laughs>
0: He makes what's regarded as the best Italian ice cream in this part of the world, chow, another Italian connection. Um, Pronto, Massimo. So I don't know, we got Aust- Australian and Italy as our
2: keys this week. Well, this is good, and I, and I first of all, highly appreciate um, what everyone is doing for this show, because it does keep us going. And <laughs> it's great to have these executive producers. You know by now that it really does help you further your career. We have empirical, impi- empirical proof. Uh, It can get you jobs, if not only through the karma factor. So, Steven Pelsmakers, on behalf of the separator, Luca Capadora. Was it Capadora? Capadora. Luca Capadora. Okay, hold on. Let me just correct that in the show notes. And uh, Matthew Hawking, our uh, executive producers. And then, of course, Suzanne Tassi is our associate executive producer. Thank you so much. You can put it on your uh, CV. Um, you know who could use this? You know who could use this on his uh, on his uh, resume, Tom Merritt. Tom, it would look good on Tom Merritt's resume. Tom Merritt needs more stuff on he his resume. needs more stuff on his resume. Tom anyway, Merritt.com. we were just
0: kind of kidding around the other day, but if anybody wants to go look up Tom Merritt's resume, if you want to see somebody who's uh, detail wanna, oriented,
2: if you want to see a resume that should have an executive producer credit for uh, no agenda on it, then yes. this is the guy. Tom's. Yeah. do have one? merit. All right, so uh, again, thank you very much. And now, of course, you too can follow our formula, which is so simple. Our formula is this. We go out, we hit people in the mouth. And we take no prisoners while we do it, darn it. New World Order. Shut up. <laughs> New World Order. Shut up. Slave. So, um, before we get to your massive amount of clips, John, I just want to get this out. So, there's a lot of information. And, by the way, the the show notes are chock full, once again. Uh, Find them at noagendashow.com. And if you use the Pocket No Agenda iPhone app, you can actually search through the show notes. Have you ever seen that thing, John? It's amazing. It's amazing. (laughs) Dick. Seriously. Oh, um, I'll get to that later. Anyway. Um So there's a lot of information about Japan now surpassing China as the owner of U.S. debt. Uh Apparently, China divested themselves of $34.2 billion worth of treasuries. And uh, so I guess the Federal Reserve basically owns like, you know, $5 trillion worth of our debt, which, of course, we pay for by borrowing from them. And that's, you know, that's the whole scam with the Federal Reserve. Uh But now Japan has moved forward. Uh, and they own, I think was it? So it's like yeah, you know, like uh they're almost neck and neck, but Japan owns more, a little bit more than China now, even though Japan also divested of eleven uh eleven billion dollars worth of our treasuries. So uh it all of a sudden it clicked in my head it made so much sense why there's all this saber rattling against Iran because of course Iran supplies what is it, like twenty percent of China's oil? I don't know that. Yeah, I I think it's it's up there. It's like 20%. And so, of course, this is not, you know, we're not pissed off at Iran, which, by the way, I just like to remind you there are, you know, 80% of that country is under 30. They're all beautiful, have cell phones and iPods, and it's a very civilized country. They're not, you know, like camel jockeys riding through the desert, as uh, our mainstream media would have you believe the way they talk about them. But that's actually saying, "Hey, you know, China." The you tribal got- areas. Yes, the tribal areas. That's a
0: that's a meme, by the way. They use that everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It
2: makes it makes it sound
0: yeah. like the camel
2: jockeys. I have not uh, been in the Berkeley tribal areas. Yeah, well, they do ride camels out there. I have news for you: camel toes. So anyway, you know, with those spandex. Ah, I can't even think. Hey, about it. yeah. Get well, to the point. All right. So so it makes so much sense. That they're threat the, the the Clinton Secretary of State Hillary Clinton and you know, everyone else is now starting starting to get on board. They're threatening Iran, and, and it's, it's 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 like a real threat now. Now it's getting a little more scary than it was maybe uh, eight eight or nine months ago. But that of course is basically to tell China, hey, you guys better not do that anymore. You know, you better not be selling any of our treasuries. You better hold on to that. We're going to cut your oil off. And on the other hand, it clicked all of a sudden because I didn't realize Japan owned so so much of our debt. This is why they've been screwing with Toyota because and this isn't like no coincidence coincidence I think not when it's you know first it's the accelerator then it's the brakes now it's the you know there was where well, there was another issue now there's another Toyota recall these are all government recalls and this, and the information is sketchy at best
0: yeah besides that you know this has been pointed out before that there's been numerous American car uh, recalls and situations no one makes a big deal out of it that were never executed and by the way there's another aspect is I'm not convinced that this theory of yours is correct. I'm. I was thinking though about the Toyota thing, and because Obama's in and there's and they're so pro union, I think there's a union thing going on here. To because if you start, this is the ne- next piece of news that's going to come out. You watch the Toyota cars that have all these problems are made in the United States by non union people that should be in the UAW and more skilled.
2: So I I also thought that was an angle, but when you see how the president of Toyota the chairman you know how he has to make these public apologies you know there's a there's a lot of traditions there in Japan yeah in the olden days he would have stabbed himself <laughs> yeah he would have harakiri exactly um so you predict there'll be it'll be about non-union jobs i think that's valid and it may go hand in hand it's a twofer basically on the yeah. one hand it's probably saying hey non-unionized people screw you by the way if you're in a union you get a much better health care plan you be exempt uh, with the Cadillac plans and all that, which is still in the in the hopper, but I think we might see Honda recalls next. Watch, mark my words.
0: Okay, well that that will prove it. If we, I think here, I don't think that's going to happen. I think what you're going to see, because then it starts to look too fishy. I think they'd go overboard if it's all of a sudden Honda. Oh, then it like, makes it like look they like, well, don't go the overboard or- with
2: like they don't go overboard with other things. Well, we'll oh, see. Please. I think dumb. Well. I'm I'm th- okay. Anyway, my theory I think, is: watch
0: the meme. Watch the meme that is American Toyotas. The Japanese Toyotas don't have any problem what's, whatsoever because you know a lot of the Toyotas that come over here, especially the high-end Lexuses, are made in Japan. They're not made here at all.
2: Agreed and understood. But there, but you cannot deny that we've got a lot of stuff going on with our finances. The Fed has to now essentially take back the $2.2 trillion they pumped into the system. They have to wind down that stake they have.
0: No, I agree, and I think it does send a message when you say, okay, you guys, uh, if you can't help us out here when we need help... Yeah, we're going to screw you. Look what kind of damage we can do. Yeah.
2: And, and, And in all fairness, these recalls I mean, there's no, you know, it's all, it's, it's all like, it's almost like rumoring. It's not even real recall information. Like, oh, it looks like it could be a software thing. Could be this. Could be that. And every day there's something new with Toyotas. I mean, there, 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 it's just no coincidence like that with three no, recalls I in think a row.
0: That's, that's, it was fishy from the beginning.
2: Yeah. All right, that was my uh, my opening salvo.
0: All right. Well, that's okay. Now here's mine. So Gibbs.
2: Oh. He, no, you know, I watch his show every single morning. <laughs> Gibbs. He has hey, a great Gibbs. show. You know, he, he comes up on his stage. Gibbs, for those who don't know, is the, uh, the press secretary for the, um, for, the, for the White House. And he has this show because it's on C-SPAN. It's, a, it's an hour in the morning. He should actually get up there and say, good morning in the morning to everybody. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, the way he answers questions is, uh, I, can't even, I can't even play the clips for you because it makes me so angry. And I hope he's listening to the show. A lot of people... Oh, he's
0: uh, not listening to this show. Give me a break. A lot of
2: people tweeted him saying, hey, listen to No Agenda i did yeah a lot of a lot of other a people of did, people too. did yeah no it was a lot of that going on. <laughs> well he on.
0: said he started a twitter account called press sec or something yeah. like that
2: oh good name why not just douchebag
0: <laughs> so he starts this thing up. he says i'd like some advice and his first post was i'd like some advice on how to do this you know the twittering thing yeah so i said the web i said the best advice i could give you is don't listen to no agenda <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. we really don't want him listening Probably not. So anyway, won't. so anyway, but
2: but, but, hit, but so uh, I was watching the other day and then you can get to your story. The first question was uh, about this Taliban leader they captured yeah, this in this is where my first story is you're taking it now. Oh, That's I'm fine. sorry. Okay. Well, that, do you have him talking? Do you have a clip of him talking? No, I don't have him talking. I just going to mention. I
0: just want to discuss this for a second. Because one of the things I always tell people to do when they're deconstructing the news is that you always want to look for, and you could do this, by the way, with the reviews of Confessions of an Economic Hitman, especially after you listen to it or hear it. You go go back in time and look for the reviews of the book, specifically the ones that slam the crap out of it. And then find out who those writers are and then look at some of their other material and you'll see and you'll you will probably have found or you have a good shot at finding one of these these plants, these intelligence agency plants that are all throughout the media. And, you know, you can't be absolutely sure, but you can kind of see a pattern to many of what the stories are about and where they got this information and what's kind of odd. So the first thing Gibbs Twitter's about is a story About by uh, by an AP reporter uh, talking about this Taliban character that, you know, the Pakistani Taliban, which a lot of people, by the way, believe do not really exist. And they're just a creation of the Indian uh, uh, intelligence agencies just to cause havoc. And there's not really, and they, and they, they, for all we know, they they took this guy and they were just uh, maybe removing him from from service or taking him out and pretending he's dead. I don't know. He doesn't look like a typical Taliban guy from Afghanistan. He doesn't wear the black hat. His beard's too way too. He doesn't have a real big beard <laughs> like they always it do. He does, doesn't look uh, evil enough. He just doesn't look like a Taliban guy. And he just does, it's just something wrong with it. And there's something wrong with this picture regarding all Taliban activity in in Pakistan, by the way, if you start really looking into it. But anyway, so this guy writes this story, and it's a long, I mean, this is what Gibbs is, his first Twitter is you read this, this is great. So you read, this is a very interesting story because it is long. And it has all kinds of weird, it's more like a philosophy. I mean, the way the story is presented as about, you know, what happened. Obama's also sought to reach out to Islamic allies and tone down a U.S. rhetoric, a language shift that critics have argued revealed a weakness in an effort to win more cooperation from countries like Yemen and Pakistan. This isn't reporting. Right. The whole thing looks like it was planted. Another planted story. Yeah. You know.
2: You know, and, you know, this is the kind of stuff you always got to be on the lookout for. And this was Gibbs's first post. Yeah, so if
0: nice. you link to it in the show notes, or so can go to Gibbs's thing and look at what his first post was. Besides his re- asking for help, right. and this was it says settling in to watch Sundays. This is his first post. Gibbs settling in to watch Sundays shows. Sure to hear lots of talk on counter terror. Hope everyone reads this. And then he links to this article in the, from the Associated Press, written by Matt Apuzzo. <sighs>
2: who I do not know, so... So, um, uh, I can't find it, because, you know, the it's... Oh, wait a minute, maybe I can find it here somewhere. Anyway, so, when Gibbs started off uh, that day's show, and the first question out of the gate is, you know, what can you tell us about this uh, Taliban leader who you uh, captured? He, and The way he answers the question, the arrogance, he, he starts off like, no, I'm not going to get into that. I'm just not going to get into that. I'm not getting into that. No, I'm sorry, I'm not getting into that. It's like, what? What? I'm, I'm not, getting, not getting into. Yeah, and it, why not? It's a you know, logical question. Oh, it's a matter of uh, Homeland Security. Uh, I really All do not want like Everything
0: like you need to know is in this article that he pointed out earlier. He, he should have done it up there on, this, on the podium. Hey, there's a really good article written here. Why don't you read it?
2: Yeah, but you know, it's, then it's written and it's all controlled, and he doesn't want to, uh, he doesn't want to mess it up. Now the guy, he's a
0: he's not the best guy for this job, I and mean, he always sounds like he's congested. Well, you think he's a cokehead? Well, I never say he was a cokehead. Did I? But I know some guys that you know, they always they're perpetually talking like this because they actually can't breathe through their nose under any
2: circumstances because of the septum being separated. Well, no, it just it's just swollen. So the. Um, after the Tesla aircraft uh, accident or incident, uh, the second most email story was about the wonderful TSA, the Transportation Security Administration, now swabbing passengers' hands. Yes. And uh, I received a rather interesting note. You know, you do a show long enough, and, you know, you you you're, if you're on track enough... I have you, this note, too, I believe. Um, you start to get information from insiders and uh so there's a uh, uh a no agenda producer slash listener who identifies himself as the anonymous photographer and he says look i don't, I don't want anyone to know who i am i work as a photographer for ma- for a major media outlet in the new england region would like to remain anonymous i was assigned a story today to speak to the director of the tsa uh, about this uh hand swabbing because apparently besides the new um uh naked body scanners they now also have new swabbing machines the ion scan 400b and i haven't looked into the uh, ownership of the co- of the corporation yet but i will put the link in the show notes it's basically smith detection smithsdetection.com uh this thing is mobile it's on a cart so they can wheel it around the airport they can just come up to you and say hey hey hey, hey let me uh, let me swab your hands for a second <laughs> And uh, so the guy said, you know what, why don't you do it on another TSA employee? And here's what's funny. He says, you know, the first, so they swabbed it once, and it came out negative. And then he said, oh, could you do it again so I can shoot some cutaway shots? And then it came back positive three times for traces of NGC and NGN. I don't know what that is, Uh, but I guess it's some form of explosives.
0: I don't know. NG NG would would immediately indicate nitroglycerin. Nitroglycerin, yeah.
2: Uh, so they, uh, and the guy even washed his hands. They cleaned the machine. He's, then they swabbed his hands again, came back positive again for NGC, NGN, and MELH. And something else that the anonymous photographer didn't catch. But here's the stuff that, that freaked me out. Here's some stats that he has, because he did the story. So this is coming from a guy who went to the TSA and got the information directly from them. So first of all, they can walk around the airport, come up to you at any point and say, we want to swab, swab your hands. And according to the TSA, uh, their lawyers, quote, looked at it and completely agreed this doesn't violate any civil liberties. I think it does. If you've already passed through the checkpoint, I think that's it, right? There should be no reason for them to come up to you and start swabbing your hands. Uh The machine can detect if you fired a firearm recently. But it will also hit on heart medication. Of course, uh, there's glycerin in that. Um, But here's the scary stuff. The machine also detects traces of cocaine, heroin, PCP, THC, that's weed, methamphetamine, ecstasy, LSD, and others. Now, of course, they're not looking for drugs, but this is what's going to happen. They're going to come up to you. You know, you smoke the doob before you get on the plane, which, believe me, I used to do when I was still smoking it because, like, yeah, it's nice. You, know, you fall asleep. And they'll say, ah, I'm sorry, sir, you have to come with us if they get a hit for drugs. Now, of course, they can't arrest you, but they can sure
0: harass you. Well, you know, here's an interesting thing he points out in this note. He says if they hit for drugs, they can't use the information to make an arrest. They need a warrant or maybe bring by the drug dogs right. randomly. Oops, and drug dogs random. are, it, people have known that if you have a drug dog in the airport and he sits next to your bag, the drug dog has found something and then they can grab you. Yeah. Now, what is the logical leap of faith that is necessary to say, well, if the drug dog can do that, why can't the machine? If it's okay for the drug dog to find drugs in a guy's suitcase, then why not the machine?
2: Well, but it's a little different if you're flying domestically. See, if you're coming uh on a, from an international flight into the country, then there's, you know, then there's smuggling and you know there are some very basic rules, and you have no rights before you pass through customs and actually you know not just the passport portion but actually all the way through when your bags have been cleared to go out into the free world quote unquote that's a smuggling issue with bringing contraband into the country, but you know having weed and flying from California to uh new york you know there's there's no too there many drug dogs walking around there. that's crazy well
0: let's take it just let's skip that part then and just say that because you know I know the t s a has been told to not to deal with anything but 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 air safety, but let's just take it to the next level and and, we, and be assured that because of the smuggling aspect and the fact there are drug dogs that roam around when you come in from Europe often you'll see these little the beagles and these the other dogs are actually quite cute. Walking around <laughs> they sniffing are, they away. They are kind of cute, aren't they? They're <laughs> very to pet cute.
2: Them. Hey, good doggy, doggy.
0: <laughs> so they're looking for bombs. I always ask, by the way, you can ask the guy with the dog what the dog's for, and they'll tell you. It's either a fruit dog. Yeah. Looking for illegal fruit being brought in, a bomb dog or a drug dog. Those are the three main dogs. Yeah,
2: and, and by the and store. by the way, the bomb dog does not at all know what drugs are at all. No,
0: no, they can, they don't. Have, they can't have dogs intermixed. What dog is a do, is a drug dog or fruit dog or because they can't. They have to know what the hell's going on with the dog. Yeah, I, unless I, they can find some dog that could bark
2: twice. Right, because I because I um I once flew in the Delta Sierra from Amsterdam. The uh, last time I did it, by the way. And I had some weed in my pocket and the, and the, it's my private plane, right? And the, and the, the customs guys were standing right there and they're like, uh, okay. Can we just want to have the dog sniff the plane? I'm like, Oh crap. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so in jail now. And the dog goes through it. going through the plane. And I'm like, What is he looking for? Explosives. I'm like, Oh, okay. Explosives. Like I'm going to have explosives on my plane. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> you brought the wrong dog. <laughs> the bags. hey grab Bye. that dog
0: let's go check this guy's plane oh we got the wrong dog so anyway so the point is is that if you can have these dogs at the airport for from international flights why wouldn't this swabbing deal actually be transferred and used to find drugs just the way the dogs would be so in other words if you're going to bring anything in I would just say to anybody who's out there especially the Californians who are lackadaisical about walking around with dope <laughs> Don't come. Don't fly into the country from Amsterdam with a pocket full of something. Well, no, it's not a good idea. I mean, it's going to be less of a good idea once these machines are in place, even though the machines are just apparently full of crap, according to this guy. They're wrong. Yeah, they, they in don't this do, they case, don't they're wrong right. 75% of yeah. the time with false positives. This is going to slow down production.
2: And by the way, uh, I, I flew uh, to L.A. Uh, Thursday night. And no, I'm sorry. Flying back Monday night, flying back to San Francisco, and I had to go through the humiliation tunnel at LAX. And and I was watching the thing was going off every other passenger, the metal detector. And by the way, it went off only on women, and it happened to be a female a TSA agent, one I recognized with this like really really white blonde hair. She's probably like 50 years old, fifty fifty five, and and she was doing pat downs every other passenger, and if and it was only with women, the thing went off. It's like, you know, it's obvious if it's going off uh, 50% of the time, it's it's not tweaked right. If those people aren't carrying anything, and then my bag goes through once again. I've got a bag full of wires, batteries, transmitters, MIDI controllers. All kinds of stuff, and it goes right through, not asked to open it. But, you know, just put a bottle of water in there and watch them all freak out.
0: <laughs> your it's bag nuts. is loaded with so much. I mean, you look like you're going. I mean, you, if anybody's bag should be opened, it's, it's your bag.
2: Yes, it always gets through. they like, oh, that's fine. That looks good. That's no problem.
0: In and Tampa- by the way, smell, the cocaine thing, you know, there, there's been studies that show that something like 99% of all American money in circulation has got traces of cocaine
2: on it. Exactly. So if you're going to so handle that money. Work if- yeah. Well, here's my plan. Um, before I go through the uh, humiliation tunnel, and of course, once I'm on the, other, on the other side, I'm going to ensure I go to the bathroom and don't wash my hands. That'll fix him. <laughs>
0: Well, you won't, By the way, the way it seems to me, you don't need to wash your hands because they wash your hands for you.
2: I just, I just want them to touch my nasty bathroom hands, that's all. Just give me some yeah. personal
0: satisfaction.
2: Okay. While we're on that, uh, in Tampa, Florida... A meaningless
0: protest, I might add.
2: Yeah, it'll make me feel better. In Tampa, Florida, now they've... Uh, the TSA, uh, or under the guise of the TSA... They're now uh, doing checks at Greyhound buses. Oh, oh, Is that
0: because of all the Greyhound buses that have been <laughs> blowed up?
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, they happen to have someone from uh, immigration with them. How convenient is that? As well as... Uh, uh, so they got drug-sniffing dogs. They got ice there. So, you know, they're pretending like it's for your safety. And this, this article, which is, I guess, is this is a Reuters article... Uh ABC Action News. Uh they got some quotes from people. Chuck Lawrence says, I feel safe no way I can get on the bus and I'm not going to blow up, said frequent rider Chuck Lawrence.
0: Oh please. <laughs> Is that what was he always concerned about that, apparently? Yeah, was like worried so. sick that he was gonna get blowed up? I guess
2: so. So, of course, you know, this is, this is, oh, and, and they're also have, they're also there for cash smuggling. This is just, it has nothing to do with your security. This is just to make sure that there's you no. Know, this is a, get a, a fascist legals. state, is what yes, we're talking about. Yes, here. of course. You're it describing
0: is. a fascist state. It's got nothing to do with security.
2: I wish that that people knew history better, and you know, and I wish that their uniforms were more representative of what they actually are. Because if they just wore brown shirts, or if they had little SS insignias, then people would understand much better that this is exactly what happened in Germany. This is exactly what went down. This is how it happened. And they went into other countries, i.e. states, and then they just started shaking everybody down. This is a fascist state. It, history is repeating itself. John, you're old enough to remember this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid, no, but seriously, they weren't black when they did ne- this. We need our elders who have who went through the Second World War to step forward and to say, Hey, hold on a second. We already went through this shit once before. Wake up, people.
0: Nobody's listening to
2: them. Nobody's listening to us either, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) We do our part. Yeah, we do our part, but damn. It's just—it's uh it's crazy. Yeah, yeah okay. fascist well, it, state.
0: All right, let's do some it clips. It is a fascist try. state. It's, it's, it's actually an incredibly repressive, and the fact that people put up with it. But again, they've already tested this on the on the, on the once tough Dutch, who used yeah. to be you know kick-ass types, and the Australians, who were you know a, a, a prison colony of a bunch of guys who were just as, you know that are that are tough. tough
2: I have—I I think we discussed this over dinner. um I have a theory about that. Uh, because when i i moved to the netherlands when in 1972 and the dutch were like you know they were like crazy crazy fuckers man you know they they were they were free they were uh, libertines they you know they could smoke dope we had they had hookers at the time there was you know a lot of heroin use as well and it was okay and if you were hooked we'd help you out we'd get, on, get you on meth and we'd you know, it was just, it was a free, the hippie society. It was a beautiful place, but they'd also go out and, and conquer the world in business. And they were kicking ass and doing great things all over the world and expanding this little tiny country. And now, you know, and, and, and the, the, the listeners and producers from Gitmo Nation Lowlands, I know they will agree with me and I'd love to hear their views on this. Is there is so much frustration. The Dutch have been so suppressed. And of course, but the why? media. How did this come about? Well, the, the media has always been state controlled. The main media uh, up and up until like the mid '80s, and then they got commercial media, which of course was still basically you know under control. I mean, Murdoch owns half the radio stations there, just to give you an idea. It's it, none of it is uh, is owned by Dutch corporations anymore. Um, You know, the television is all RTL, I mean, you can trace all, I mean, that's just basically chewing gum for the mind, but the news reporting is a big joke. Um, And the Netherlands, the Netherlands is where the Bilderberg Group came from. It was was developed by Prince Bernard of the Netherlands, who was, you know, an, an amazing figure in the New World Order he's passed on now but i mean he started a lot of this and you can see the frustration of the dutch they're so hammered down by all these rules and everything you do that when they get to post anonymously anywhere online they go crazy they they, they go off their rocker and then just yelling and shouting and they're mean and they say horrible things and there's these forums that they you know like um these websites where they talk about uh, politicians and the, and the venom that spews out of these people is unlike anything I've ever seen. Unfortunately, it's in Dutch, so no one in, in the rest of the world sees what's going on. But yeah, these are the people who have a million cameras around them. They've got more wiretaps than any country in the world, in the world. And there only 17 million people in the country. They've got a huge Muslim integration problem, which was set up, predetermined. They killed the people who tried to stop it, assassinated them, including the filmmaker Theo van Gogh and politician uh, Pim Fortuyn. And that's and they've been told to forget all that. They've got black boxes and GPSs going into their cars. They are the beta testers of the new world order. And the people know it, but they don't have no way to express it. That's why we have so many listeners from the Netherlands uh, tuning into the show. Anyway, end of rant. Sorry, wow. f- sorry Dep- for you all. Play it, hit it. Yeah, I think I should. John C. De Borax the day. I'll be visiting uh, Gitmo Nation Lowlands uh, first week of March, and I think we should have a meetup. Maybe I can start something over there. You could probably get a media.
0: Yeah, well, you'll probably get picked up at the airport just for just mentioning it. <laughs> yeah,
2: we should have a media. Oh, by the way, where does the crotch bomber come from? From the Amsterdam airport. Oh, sorry, we can't find any camera footage of him getting on the plane. We can't release that. They're in on the game with the Israeli-owned uh, security company. Let's play a clip, John.
0: Uh, okay, well, we got a bunch of them. You want to go to a real news thing to break up the ice a little bit? <laughs> And now back to real news. I got two items we want to do. First, I, want, I was going to do a whole series of bad acting, but I'm only going to do one today. Uh, it's a, it's a scene, and this is from you, for you Brits out there. So know we know that uh, you know you appreciate this. This is from Doctor Who. Just play. This is bad acting.
1: Okay, right then, I will. Because you had to go in there, didn't you? <laughs> You had to go and get stuck. Oh, yes.
0: Because that's who you are, Wilfred. You were always this
2: waiting for me all this time what is this a monologue what, what, what am I <laughs> listening to what is this this is Doctor Who the famous
0: you know science fiction story yeah, but this is not and,
2: the original Doctor Who this is the new guy and I never got into him this and is it, the new season yes and, and they've got that Billy Piper in there I, I, was it Billy Piper <laughs> I, mean, this is a I don't know who it is
1: terrible. oh really just leave me I'm an old man doctor I've had my time well
0: exactly look at you not remotely important. But me, I could do so much more.
1: So much more! <laughs> but this is what I get.
2: My reward... You now, the whole idea of Doctor Who was that it was in the 70s, it was kind of a, you know, a crazy, low budget, nutty sci fi show. Yeah. And it was cool that way. And then, and you know, the BBC relaunched it a couple of years ago, and it was just like, huh? It's overproduced. Ah. Uh. And they bad, badly acted.
0: Okay. The, the other clip I want to play is the, is the one that's the, the NBA, it, this was at the NBA All-Star game. When, when there was that crazy event for Haiti and I had played the Alicia, Alicia
2: Keys. It wasn't Alicia Keys, by the way. It was someone else. I, uh, I've been corrected on that.
0: No, no, that was Alicia Keys because this is again Alicia Keys singing the exact same song introduced as Alicia Keys.
2: At the All-Star, don't tell me she's off keys again. She's at the
0: All Star Game, and the and the two announcers are saying, "Gosh, is there any way I can meet her?" Uh, you know, there's the one guy that one of the sportscasters, which is apparently just in love with her. And but here she is, just singing at the All Star Game uh, again. You tell me, she's got a great voice. I'm not seeing it. When
2: So far, so good. Great. You know, fantastic just, she's the best singer i've ever heard no but you know i was like why don't you go stand in the middle of the arena it's not it's not easy singing that i've <sighs> done I'm, it i'm i am not buying it i'm not i don't think it's all that bad it's just not i am either gonna fu- oops sorry didn't mean to do that you might as well play that <laughs> really which i don't know what i hit now <laughs> oh you hit the uh, I psychic. am either going fu- uh psychic yeah oh okay I am second. either going to fly or ruin that family's picnic.
5: <laughs> hey, you've ruined our picnic! Psychic!
2: Yeah, this was the episode... Uh, <laughs> this, this was Family Guy. I saw this as well. This is the episode where... Um, is it Chris? Stewie's brother? Chris? Yeah, Chris falls in love with the, uh, a, a mentally
0: challenged girl at school.
2: Well, which they consistently call the Down Syndrome girl. In fact, there's a whole dance routine where Stewie and Chris are... Singing about falling in love with the, uh, the wonderful, awesome Down syndrome girl. And it, it was very funny. Um, well, it, to it, you. it was, it, no, it was funny because I do, it's kind of like the whole R word thing. Where comedians actually will try to take away the R words power, like retard, by use it, by incessantly using it over and over again, which I think actually helps the cause of people who yeah, uh, don't no, like the misuse of the word. So I, I, I understand what they were doing, but they took it one step too far. And I saw this, I was like, huh? When uh, Chris takes the Down syndrome girl out to dinner and she says, you haven't asked me anything about myself. And he says, oh, yeah, so what do your parents do? You know, my 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 dad's, I a, a doctor or whatever, and my mom is a former uh, governor of the state of Alaska. <laughs> yeah, and I'm thinking, oh my god, this is awesome. Fox News is so Fox, the company is so smart because on the on the one hand, they create the controversy, which is the way I like to pronounce it. Uh, about Sarah Palin, because of course it's a Sarah, Payne, Sarah Palin reference, and then then they move over to Fox News and they have Sarah Palin on bitching about it. <laughs> it's hilarious. She was on uh, with uh, O'Reilly. Here, I, I have the clip here of that. Uh, here it is. Continuing now, Fox News analyst Sarah Palin is in Arkansas this evening and has some thoughts on this
0: scene from the family guy
1: you're going to be this rude all evening? you haven't asked me anything about myself
6: oh um... sorry um... uh... so, so what do your parents do?
1: that's better my dad's an accountant and
3: my mom is the former governor of alaska
0: so governor um... what do you think? it's pretty nasty is it not?
6: Mm-hmm.
3: this world is full of
4: cruel cold-hearted people who would do such a thing Look, I. I- look at trig and i see perfection i see a precious little child
2: you can listen to the whole thing on uh it's in the show notes at NoAgendashow.com. show.com you can find it all there but essentially uh sarah palin goes on to say well you know this, this is mean people and they should be doing this and then o'reilly is harping on seth mcfarland who, uh, who of course you know writes the show but the whole thing is that fox created the whole controversy in the first place yeah,
0: I know. And you know what's also funny is that one of the reg I wouldn't say he's an absolute regular, but he's been on the show at least twice. Now is Rush Limbaugh. Oh, really? He's been on Family Guy twice. He spent a whole, you know, a long period of time, you know, talking about how Seth is such a genius. Mm. And he means, you know, and he's not, I don't know.
2: Anyway, so, so kinda, but then Sarah Palin is using the R word the whole time. You know, the R word this, the R word that. She is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She says that people shouldn't be using the R word and that's not, it's like, uh, what?
0: So she's politically correct, you know. I had a bunch of clips I was going to bring on the show that, which I'm still trying to edit down because there's so many of them. Uh, kind of setting up the, you know, the Sarah Palin uh, juggernaut uh, with all these people who go to her book signings and say, "Oh, she's so much different than all other politicians, and she's not like the rest of them. She's more like us." And all the, and it, you know, this is so obvious. I have a clip. Uh, oh i think the palin propaganda clip is a good example of how this is going to work this is on fox I gotta leave some stuff on the table is that right is it arnold's fault
6: uh, i was on his transition team in california when we recalled gray davis we did it be-
0: now who is this talking this is a woman, I can't remember her name, but she's on O'Reilly and she's talking and they're slamming, uh, here's, I'll just give you the setup of what's going on. They're slamming Schwarzenegger for being an incompetent bonehead. I mean, this is Republicans slamming Republicans. And how it's not, she's not conservative enough and he's, you know, sleeping with a Kennedy, so that has something to do with it. And uh, <laughs> and then she's, by the, the way, voice. I
2: have a hard time imagining those two having sex. Somehow it just doesn't feel right. You know what I mean? I wish
0: I could do the, I wish I could do the voice. So, uh, but, but the one, let me. Oh, Maria, come here. Come here, Maria. Sit on me. Do a pinwheel, Maria. Couple of things to point out. One is that the Republican Party in California is a piece of crap. It's dominated by Southern California religious uh, extremists, and they can never get elected for anything. That's why we have two of the crappiest senators in in the in the country right here, because the Republicans keep running maniacs uh, that people just don't like. They're not, you know, the state is a centrist state. It's not a right wing state or conservative state. It's a centrist state, and so the because the Republicans refuse to run a centrist in California, the extreme left wing, very liberals, uh, liberal types get all the offices. And this is always going to continue because they're extreme. Well, we have our, you know, the the Republicans in California are, we have our principles and we're not going to move an inch from our principles. And so they don't get anything. So I think the whole thing is like a scam just to make the state ruined. But anyway, this woman who was supposedly on the transition team, I can't remember, sorry, I didn't have her name written down. The transition team for Schwarzenegger after they took over when when they ousted Gray Davis, who was just a complete.
2: Oh, this is the guy who uh, who ate Chandra Levy. Uh, what the intern? No. Was it, uh, who, 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 who was it? No, that? no, this is, you're not, you're
0: not, this is not even close. Okay. No, this is the guy that was <laughs> a lousy governor that we recalled. And, uh, so, who was it, the guy before? Where
2: was the Chandra Levy thing? That was some some congressman. Ah, okay. I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm talking about
0: yeah i know when well, you you don't you don't really live in the state but let's play the uh you weren't there then that's for sure play this thing and you, you see you can see what where, where this is headed and why I'm, I'm upset
6: because of spending policies right we elected a guy who said he was a reagan-esque uh a conservative and this is what happens apparently when you sleep with a kennedy every night something ah. happens to you so you, uh, that
2: that's messed up right there that's a messed up thing to say it's told
0: it's it's bigoted. It's 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 a, it's a guilt by association. It has everything wrong
2: with it. I don't think you should use the K word in vain. <laughs> You're agreeing with Leslie well, that it's partially the issue. his
6: fault? It is, absolutely. But we expected a charismatic individual to push things through. What we've seen Hitler. in California leads the way in this. That we, in our uh, uh, recall of Gray Davis, said to the rest of the nation, we're tired of politics as usual. We're tired of the machines. We want charismatic individuals to make a difference. Arnold Schwarzenegger did what every other Republican's doing these days. He's uh, going along with who's in power, oh, so and we, know, we want use, something
0: different. He did, at one time, his, his approval was Seventy percent, Yes. and
2: now, as Lucy pointed out, it's three. Sure, uh, <laughs> something like that. All right, now something like that. Three? Really? Is that his approval rating? Three? No, you can't get that. That's impossible. He said three. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, this is they, 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 <laughs> they, for some reason they've, they've turned
0: on Schwarzenegger, who was a golden boy just like you know uh, like four me. years ago.
2: Like me, I'm like I'm the golden boy.
0: Yeah, you're a golden boy.
2: Yeah. Is California moving to the right? Are they going the way
0: of Massachusetts?
6: When we recalled, Gray Davis was kind of the precursor to Massachusetts, all right? When we no, recalled him, and we'll remember, this is a state that gave the nation Ronald Reagan, and it is also about the way the nation looks at the West. Sarah Palin now represents that independent firebrand oh. dynamic that we thought we had in Schwarzenegger.
2: Oh, there it is. There it is. Sarah Palin represents the West. That we didn't. She's further
6: out from. From the machine, and that's why the the nation is falling Are you telling
2: me that Sarah Palin moved to California? She could win the Google. No, I'm saying she's, right? she's
6: even further west. She'll win the presidency because she's even further the west of California.
2: The folks in California moving to the right.
6: We are independent conservatives generally, which is also recognized as classical liberals. It's the kind of mentality that is even more double conservative speak? than people realize.
2: What was the double speak?
0: We're independent conservatives, which are classical liberals. Conservatives what does that mean? Generally,
6: which is also recognized as classical liberals, it's the kind of mentality that is even more conservative than people realize fiscally, while being moderate socially, right. and that is the core of
2: independent got So out of control. All right, you're pissed at this because
0: one thing this is just more bogus propaganda that leads to people thinking that Sarah Palin's a viable candidate uh, they're gonna try to push her and these other all the stuff I've been seeing I've been seeing it on c-span I've been listening to it on Fox the only good news is of course Sarah has to come on Fox as an analyst and she can't analyze anything so she's I think people are gonna pick up well you know this woman doesn't seem that bright uh, there is a huge move I mean there's a Sarah Palin thing going on that I just I'm so sorry, And you know, we lost a couple of listeners because you and me are, or me, probably more than you, because you actually like the woman because you read her book. Uh,
2: I didn't say I like the woman, I said I read her book, and you know, there's a little more depth than people, uh, yeah. No, I'm you not, you can't just dismiss someone just because she. Oh, she's a functional illiterate, she's an intellectual I, illiterate. She's a no, but illiterate. The, no, but people she around me be. have said this, but she actually, the book is not bad, it's an okay book about an American girl, and whether it's fabricated or not, then you can't tell people, not. I'm not going to read your book. That's ridiculous.
0: I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying I'm the one who seems to be the Sarah Palin basher, and I am. I, I'll admit it because I think she's she would be a disaster as a candidate because was, that would just... Why would just why would just not even have an election and let Obama go another four years, That's, which is what's going to no, happen. No, I'm not, and, and the by Republicans the way, are not even trying to find somebody to run against this guy.
2: No, the uh, It's very obvious. I mean, if you, what's nice about this is now you can actually see how it works. The Tea Party has been hijacked. It's now the Tea Party Nation, and the guys that are in there are, you know, Glenn Beck is is pushing all of this. Who I'm sure the guy was like, you know, he's he's a total CIA operative. It's impossible that he is not on board the program somehow. Maybe they he must have a transmitter in his head. I mean, whenever it really comes down to the brass tacks, he's always on the wrong side of the argument. How many people in this Tea Party nation are in the
0: Council on Foreign Relations? Oh, I bet you a ton of them.
2: But when you get Andrew Breitbart standing on stage, you've got to question what's happening. These are egomaniacs. You don't want... This is... It was... I, I, I wish that there was enough English history of what happened when LPF... This was the Pim Fortan's party who was going to win the election in the Netherlands by a landslide. He was the only guy that was making sense. And he got assassinated two weeks before the election. The party still wins the election by a landslide. And they had all these Breitbart type of people in there, captains of industry. And the, and it was a shambles. It was a complete shambles for months until they finally got everyone kicked out. And, you know, they weeded it all out. And then, of course, the, the New World Order came back in and they brought order from chaos. But you, the, the people who are in this Tea Party Nation are idiots. And Sarah Palin, yeah, she's being put, you identified this, John. I think I should play the jingle actually.
0: We told you so oh, no agenda. You called
2: it. You said they're pushing Sarah Palin as the leader of the Tea Party and she's not even standing in front of the actual Tea Party people. It's the Tea Party Nation, which is something completely different.
0: 500 bucks ahead. Is that what they paid? Yeah, that's what they paid to go Jeez. to that event where Sarah Palin took $100,000 and claims to be giving it back. Why is she taking it in the first place if she's going to give it back? No, she. by, the way, she by the, old- the way, the the book signing uh, uh, clips that I have taken from C-SPAN, which are kind of promoted, it's hard to say what side they're on, but uh, where Sarah Palin came to this this bookstore in Cincinnati, there was like, you, pay, you had to pay buy a ticket to get into the thing. It, it was, it was, I don't know, that, the whole thing is just, and then by the way, well, I'll I'll get some clips later. I just find the whole thing to be such a rigged deal. uh, It's being
2: put and it's being completely pushed. Of course.
0: The fact that so many people (coughs) are hook, line, and sinkering to this is just astonishing to me when they should be out pounding the pavement to find someone who can really run
2: and win. Or they should be taking example of Greece, which is underreported, but they're rioting in the streets. they are huge demonstrations. They're not taking it. This is what we should be doing, instead of sitting in hotel rooms smoking cigarettes and talking on the internet. We should be, and you in your underwear with your keyboard on your lap. We should be out there protesting and demonstrating, John. Uh, that's a waste of time. So
0: um, the only protest can be at the ballot box, and that's what all the rest of it is—just a way to distract you. Oh, yeah, let's go out in the street and carry a sign that says something clever. Well, you I mean, know what? Doesn't it doesn't
2: do anything. It seems to work for the French from time to time. They still the have their different breed. They're, they're completely crazy in there. Yeah, we, we, but we need some of that crazy. We need a can of crazy. We're not
0: the French. The <laughs> our only answer is the ballot box. We can actually change. I think our women should within. stop
2: shaving their armpits and we should go out and burn some cars and chop some heads off. <laughs> that, that's, what, that, that, that's why the French are all pissed off because the women have hairy armpits. You and this armpit thing, <laughs> I, I, it's nasty. Brother. All right. So I actually did some work.
0: Well, I got some work. And we're going to go back to, uh, the, so I want to play a clip before you go on to your work okay? Thing. Because you always, you brought this up once before, and I thought I'd bring it up. Uh, there's a big exercise that's going to, called Cobra Gold. That is right. coming up. uh That I picked up this little news report. You never heard of this, by the way, on the mainstream Is this the
2: cyber uh, test? No, no.
0: The cyber thing's a different story. Ah. I got that story too, but I got a different version of it. uh But Cobra Gold is, is going to be. You know, like you always said. Well, it's always funny. They're doing an exercise just outside of Haiti, just like a week yeah. before the earthquake. Before,
2: before there's a false flag attack, like a, a fake earthquake from the earthquake machine, or 77 in London, or 911 in uh, New York City.
0: Okay, so here's the latest thing going on, which is called Cobra Gold. But it it seems like they do it often, but this time it's being done in Thailand with Koreans and some other people involved. And it's supposed to be like a war exercise, but they talk about rescue missions and some other stuff kind of in the news report. This came from the Pentagon uh, station reported by an army guy, you know, that Pentagon news, which is obscure to say the least.
2: Hit it. (laughs) Welcome to Daily News Update. I'm Petty Officer Dustin Diaz. Cobra Gold 2010 is an annual joint exercise co-sponsored by the United States and the Kingdom of Thailand. The U.S. joins more than 20 other nations in the three-week training exercise in Thailand's eastern province of Rayong. South Korea is participating for the first time. The exercise focuses on peacekeeping operations, humanitarian assistance, and disaster relief. It is the largest exercise of its type in the world, involving more than 11,000 personnel, including 6,000 from the U.S. That, you know, that's interesting because there's 20,000 U.S. personnel in Haiti right now. And this is the largest exercise? Yeah, it's the largest exercise
0: anymore. Uh,
2: Petty Officer Eric Stelz brings guess- enough of
0: it. The, uh, the thing was that it goes on and on about uh, the war aspects of it but, it. but if you listen to the humanitarian and all the rest of it at the beginning, yeah. it doesn't make a lot of sense. It seems to me that they're practicing uh, these uh, recovery missions or whatever. Isn't
2: Cobra Gold a drug reference? Isn't that some kind of heroin? I don't know. Sounds like it should be a drug reference. Some in the chat room would know. Let's so that's it. interesting. <laughs> Geopolitically, that's interesting. So it's uh, South Korea is participating, but it's off uh, the eastern coast of Thailand. Another great place for a tsunami. Oh, yeah. But I am st- I still have uh, the Canary Islands as my uh, my mark for the next uh, target no, for the I'm, earthquake. I'm not machine. Gonna,
0: I think the Canary Islands are a good
2: target. All right. Um... So I'm I'm looking through uh, C-SPAN and C-SPAN, which, by the way, the chairman of C-SPAN, the chairman and CEO is a Time Warner guy. Now, we know that that, of course, the the C-SPAN is an initiative from the joint cable companies. But, you know, it's like so basically who owns this? You know, the cable companies own it. Who own the cable companies? Well, big conglomerates. But anyway, so I'm watching C-SPAN. We do so you don't have to C-SPAN. So they've got this new uh it's in beta still, but it works. You know, you can search by uh transcripts, you can search by person, search by date, search by uh 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 show, if it's a committee hearing, etc. So, you know, I went back and I got all those clips from uh our homeland security gurus. Sitting there, uh, you know, we had a couple of different clips. But on January twenty seventh, the House Homeland Security Committee um, were addressed by Michael Leiter. Um, that's the uh, that's the guy, the national counterterrorism czar, who went off uh, skiing after um, uh, after the crotch bomber uh, uh, try his attempt was foiled. Said, uh, Janet Napolitano, uh, big sister, Janet Napolitano, can't hardly say it. And then, uh, Patrick uh, Kennedy, whose responsibilities include the consular services, uh, which includes visas. And I'm looking for this video, and it's no longer available in the C-SPAN archives, which means there's also no transcript available from January 27th. If anyone can find this for me in the C-SPAN archives, please let me know, because it's just gone. I pulled clips from this before. And so I was able to go to, um, what's the site here? The um, Federal News Service Transcript Service. Because the question came up, as to this guy's visa. Now, we already played the clip for you where um, I think it was Kennedy who said, well, you know, we uh, we often uh, let people. On. No, it wasn't Kennedy. It was uh, lighter. So we uh, we uh, we often let people go because, you know, the agencies want to follow him. And then, you know, we'll have someone who's under suspicion. And we keep our eye on him because then we can actually follow him all the way to get the big fish. You still with me?
0: Yeah, I'm trying to keep up.
2: Okay. So um, let me just find the I'm now, now I've lost my place in the transcript damn it. So the the point you're trying
0: to make is that something that you've been using for to try to piece together this part of the story was on C-SPAN it had a video clip and the transcript both are missing now they're completely taken down for some unknown yes. reason but you found a backup transcript on this crazy government okay, site here and- it is
2: okay Representative Thompson says, okay, so all right, so he has a visa. So what does he do in the process? Does it revoke the visa? Does it, Mr. Kennedy interrupts, we, as I mentioned in my statement, Mr. Chairman, if we unilaterally revoked a visa, and there was a case recently up, we have a request from a law enforcement agency to not revoke the visa. We came across information. We said this is a dangerous person. We are ready to revoke the visa. We then went to the community and said, should we revoke this visa? And one of the members, and we'd be glad to give that out of in private, said, please do not revoke this visa. We have eyes on this person. We are following this person who has the visa for the purpose of trying to roll up an entire network, not just one person. So, and here's another piece. Uh, Representative McCall says, I mean, the cable I just read makes it pretty clear that this man is associated with extremists in Yemen and you didn't revoke his visa. Mr. Kennedy says that, that, that it was, sir, is his father said he was associated with this. And so we then asked the intelligence and law enforcement communities if they'd rather have any other information. I don't want to take too much of your time. I'd be glad to visit with you afterwards. So essentially, and it's hard, it's, the transcripts are hard because people speak uh, weirdly, and it doesn't read back very well, but essentially, they called. So they knew the guy was bad. They knew that he was on a list. They were following him. They say we we should revoke his visa, and then someone in the intelligence community said, "No, let the guy on the plane. Let the guy on the plane." And this is this is like a huge news story. It was in in on Capitol Hill. It was live on C-SPAN. The archives are gone. You have to go to some crazy site to go and find the actual transcript and no one's reporting on this that the intelligence community let the crotch bomber on the plane. Yeah. How does that apparently. work? No, not apparently, definitely. And okay. and and the only and 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 Patrick Kennedy only wants to tell the the committee in private which member of the community asked them to let the guy on the plane and not revoke his visa. And no one's following up on this. Nobody. And if I had the time, have have you ever done a Freedom of Information request, John? Uh, No, I know people who have. It takes forever. Yeah, that's the problem.
0: I mean, they won't get anything. They'll just redact everything if this is an ongoing case, which I believe it probably is. There's something fishy about the whole thing besides the person filming it and and the fact that the bomb didn't go off. Or he even had a bomb on him to begin with. And uh, the whole thing is sketchy. And then the FBI reading him his rights and that becoming a big scandal for some reason. Uh, they talked to him for 55 minutes and then read him his rights after he tried to bomb the yeah. place. Does that make any sense?
2: So listeners slash producers out there, you can help, A, by trying to locate this missing video. Uh I can't find it in the archives. It's nowhere. It's gone. Apparently just vanished from the face of the earth. No news outlets are reporting on it. You know, obviously we have our theories as to why this whole uh crotch bomber thing took place. And one of them is to get the swabbing machines and the naked scanners in for just for well, that shit, shit and, and giggles. Yeah, that absolutely worked you can also help by donating to the program so we can have more time. If we could actually quit some jobs and spend more time on it, that would help. And, yeah, uh, actually,
0: so, uh, we have, let me mention a few people that did donate because yeah, there's do. a lot of messages this week. Yeah, I got a couple myself. Uh, Greg uh, Steerly, uh, Santa Monica 5555. Please mention, he's donate on behalf of com. That's H- S-H-I-R-L-E-Y. L.Y. dot com, Los Angeles photographer. Check out her stuff, he says. Uh $50 from Spencer Shoemaker of North Carolina. He says, Hey, guys, I love this show even though I'm furious, but some of the time listening to all the crooks that run our world. I recently graduated from Penn State, and now that I'm employed, I'll become a more regular donor and recurring five bucks, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Penn State is having their yearly dance marathon this coming weekend. It's the largest student-run philanthropy organization in the world and raised over $7 million last year for the fight against childhood cancer. I was involved when I was a student, and he says uh, give a plug to uh, www.thon.org, which is obviously short for Marathon. So anybody out there who wants to check that out, fawn.org. Uh, $50 from Lawrence Royk, uh, who gave us some money to our other project, which is the founding uh, producers of the uh, No Agenda Stream, uh, Parts Unknown. Jason Goff, or Go, G-O-U-G-H. Goff, it's in San Francisco, be pronounced Goff. Uh, he's in London. David Spickett uh, in Leeds, UK. No TV. He says He, he says he's not taking out the TV license in the UK, you'd rather send us the money.
2: Wow, that's 151 pounds a year. That's a big deal. It's a rip-off. It's a total rip-off. We pre- well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Top Gear is good, but it's not worth 151 pounds. No. Uh, 5555, another palindrome from
0: uh, um, Benjamin Ross in uh, Placentia, California, who says, Please mention that I'm calling out Jose Fatao, Fantao, Fontao, Fontao, F O N T A O, to donate to the show, too. Until then, you can call him a douchebag or the <laughs> D word on the show. I hope I start a trend of listeners calling each other out to donate. Douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> I just do. Well, I, I like that. A trend, that's, a, that's
2: that's a very good trend. Call each yes, other out hilarious. for not donating. <laughs> I like 33 that.
0: Thirty-three from Trevor Chapman in, in Ontario. Uh, Fifty-eight dollars from uh, Kristen Nicole in Washington DC. Who says another long note. Uh, I think you guys need to follow the money on the cap-and-trade issue if Obama institutes an executive order for cap-and-trade, which we suspect he will. Well, we 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 discussed
2: that ad nauseum on the last show.
0: Last show, yeah. We won't see the green police with solar and wind farms popping up everywhere, but the oil companies will make billions of dollars uh, trading credits through their CCS projects, carbon capture and sequestration storage. I just read an article by Jeffrey Sachs. He is the D-word at the Earth Institute at Columbia, and he calls for large-scale capture Technologies And on the February 3rd, Obama created a carbon capture and storage task force. Uh, Exxon and HP are investing millions in CCS, which is the term for it, carbon capture and sequ- sequestration, because they can pressure the oil reservoirs to force the last little bits of petroleum up to the surface using the CO2. They pump it in. And then they get credits and make money. This whole thing looks to be a complete scam, according to Kristen Nicole in Washington, D.C., uh, which we will, by the way, I think she's on to something here, so we'll follow up. And then we also want to thank our, you know, Tracy, uh, Suzanne uh, Tacy, and uh, um, Luca Capodoro and Stephen Palsmacher on behalf of the Separator, and Matthew Hawking.
2: Yes, yeah, so, and uh, Suzanne, are you right? Suzanne Tassi, you got her? As associate yeah. executive? Okay. Also, I'd like to thank, um, Nick, who has put up a lo fi version of the stream. Oh, and, somebody did that. Yeah. Uh, no, because now we're, we're broadcasting in high, def- uh, high fidelity at 64 kilobits per second, which is just about what I can handle on a hotel connection. Uh, noagendastream.mobi now has a 24 kilobit per second connection. Uh, which will work well for those of you listening to us on 3G. And we have a number of apps, uh, which you can all find in the show notes at noagendashow.com. Uh, apps for, uh, the iPhone, apps for Android, that's a Google phone, and apps for your Blackberry. And uh, now you can just apparently go to noagendastream.mobi and it just opens right up, should open up your player. And, uh, you can get a lo-fi version of the stream. Um and there was yeah, some-
0: well, I'd like to mention one more thing. Rory Stone, who gives to us quite a bit, gave us a small donation, but he wants us to plug his website, Rory Stone, R-O-R-Y Stone.com. And he's uh, interested in the civil war that will erupt eventually into the EU.
2: I think that we're pretty close. You know, let's just wrap up the uh the donations uh, for a moment. So please um, when you give a, a larger amount, if you're being called out by your fellow listeners, if you're being called out as the D word, uh, also consider joining one of our uh, monthly programs. We have them for. Uh, do you have the thirty three dollar a month up yet? You only no, have, 30. have Thirty. Yeah, I think you need to do thirty three. Okay, I'll, sw- I'll change
0: the thirty to thirty three. Do thirty three thirty three. I'll it's change like- the thirty to thirty three thirty three. Thank you.
2: Per month, Because that's the base. And then in a couple of years, we actually will have enough to do this full time. Although we're not. I mean, we need more listeners. If you can't donate money, that really would help if you turn more people on to the show. We obviously are in a growth market. um, But there's a lot of people who are getting caught on, you know, like the Fox stuff. You know what I mean? It's like they think that that's the, the real news.
0: Yeah, no, we have to be, with people, we, well, one of the things we do on this show, and that's why we recommend you try to, and we're not, by the way, we're not always right. No. The po- I think we write so much, though it's kind of surprising. Uh, but but just by you know, it's so easy to get caught up in in failing to see that there's propaganda at all levels of media, and we don't have any reason to do propaganda. We essentially all we want to do is not be propagandized too, and so we do our deconstruction. We look in deeper into the story than most people do we obviously don't cover everything somebody was complaining the other day about something which we may cover today or or not uh in a um well
2: it's impossible to cover everything with only two shows a week it's just not possible to get it all
0: well, if we did five shows a week, it would be impossible. There's way too much stuff going on. We try to look for the, the major trends that are going to impact you in some negative way and uh, or impact us. Actually, we're doing this for, as much for ourselves as we are for the listeners. And, you know, so we need some help. Noagendashow.com at Dvorak.org slash NA and com slash NA for you in Russia uh, that can't get on the other sites. And China as well. Yeah, China's got issues. Well, nobody in China listens to this show so this so is we a, have no we have virtually no listeners in China
2: or India and france And well france we, we got have two. a couple we have, but they never donate. Do they donate no. from France? No, we never had anything from France I don't think so so uh, in Pennsylvania, and I'm sure you blogged this um, a class action lawsuit was filed late yesterday in federal court in Philadelphia uh, so the school. Uh, the Lower Marion School District. Uh, I guess they handed out laptops to 1,800 students in uh, the high in the di- uh, the school districts, two high schools: Harriet High School in Rosemont, Pennsylvania, and the Lower Marion High School in Ardmore, PA. And uh, these, and you know, this, this was a pretty good idea, right? You give laptops to the kids, and uh, these were all through uh, state yeah, and federal, federal grants and the kids can then you know you know it's it's great kids can use their laptops and they can do their homework and then uh, one of these kids gets uh you know the parents get called into school on November 11th plaintiffs were for the first time informed of the above mentioned capability namely that the school can use the built-in webcams to spy on the students at home at home they, the the one of the uh, plaintiffs was engaged in improper behavior in his home <laughs> and
0: cited as evidence. You can only sh- imagine what that means yeah
2: they showed a photograph from the webcam embedded in uh, in this kid's laptop issued by the school district i mean can it get any crazier? I love this
0: one. Yeah, no, that this this got lawsuit written all over it.
2: But do you think this will get any real mainstream reporting? It probably. It's getting a lot of attention. It probably will. This
0: story because it's so outrageous. They've gone way too far. You can't, you, know, you the, have to do, you know, the, the thing is the, what only works with this, this kind of slow growing Nazi or fascism is it has to be, you know, baby steps, you know, the kind yeah, of the slow yeah. this pace is too and fast,
2: the, they're moving yeah, too this fast, is jumping ahead, way ahead We've, that's jumping. That's five years from now. It's jumping. Yeah, You guys are ahead of the program. What are you thinking? You bastards. Slow By down way, on that.
0: By the way, at the uh, Mevio offices, I've got two monitors, uh, a uh, one that's on, a, on an iMac and the other one that's a ViewSonic and and there's a high-end ViewSonic. They, they both of them have cameras on them, and I have black tape oh, over the, the, cameras? the camera holes.
2: Really? It's sure, yeah, so can check paranoid. It out.
0: I, I in, a, in any situa- environment like that, I will black tape the camera holes. I do not trust these cameras on like, many of these computers. So,
2: who do you think is going to be looking at you? Me? No
0: i don't know the nsa perhaps i have no idea all i know is that they're not looking at anything because i got black tape gaffers tape by the way
2: no wonder i had trouble skyping you <laughs> I, you're, I thought your video wasn't working yeah there you have it oh uh, just don't do anything inappropriate kids that's what it's all about in your yeah, home especially with the in camera your, pointed at in you. in your Dork. room in your room Your room. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, How embarrassing. uh, But you're right. They jumped the shark. This is coming, of course. This is the way it's going to go. And, uh, you know, there's been rumors for a long time that Google already has this capability to flip on the webcam of your computer if you have any of the Google services. And it wouldn't surprise me. It yeah. just really wouldn't surprise me if they Yeah, got you could
0: it. probably flip on the camera, disable the little red light or whatever it is on your camera that comes on. Disable that. Right. Just turn the camera on, see what, see, to, which will turn on the microphone tuning and you can listen to what you guy's are doing. And you can see what he's doing or whatever. Yeah, were, okay, the, I, I, I
2: don't trust these things. There was a report, uh, I should look it up. It was a while ago that Google announced they had some technology that they could display advertising based upon the ambient noise in the house you know so if they heard kids and they would display uh you know like diaper uh diaper ads and I, you know it's not hard to do when you think about it no it's easy and the you know the Google connected is, world yeah yeah it's time for uh for a new internet internet uh, the ubernet uh, Internet. Yeah. We just need you'll make it worse. Yeah, yeah probably. The things do not improve. So, uh, just briefly, we need to talk about the European Union. Uh because this has now become a uh, a great example of what is uh what, I guess what is going to happen here. Now, so ever since the uh, the Lisbon Treaty got signed, we now speak of the United States of Europe, and all of these what used to be known as countries are now known as member states. And, of course, you know, two and a half years ago, I was reading the Lisbon Treaty. I read all of the side notes and the protocols and all the all the things about the European army. And, uh, you know, it, it, basically it was the original um, constitution, European constitution, that was voted down by the Dutch and the French. And then they ramrodded it through. No one got to vote on it. The Brits were uh, guaranteed a referendum on it. Never happened. And now, of course, there's a couple of things that are happening. What started as a handy little way not to not to have to exchange your money when going to another country, now your member states are all part of this big organization, and we've got this Starfleet command who are basically calling the shots and making the rules. So there's a financial meltdown taking place. And at the center of this is Goldman Sachs. There is just no doubt about it. We didn't really talk about it on the last show, um, but Greece, of course, uh, as we now know, it's come to light that they have a 13% uh, deficit and it's supposed to be no more than three. And the reports, which you can find all these, all this information, in the show notes at noagendashow.com are showing that Goldman Sachs, uh, worked on a currency swap with them to essentially keep this deficit off the books. Um, so it's a financial trick, which, by the way, the United Kingdom has also done this with Goldman Sachs, um, and as and would, you'll find out, that Italy probably did the same thing with Goldman Sachs. I just want to remind you, Goldman Sachs, the guys we bailed out, uh, so yeah. they they helped yeah, in these. They needed, yeah,
0: these, the guys that we 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 busted out Lehman and Bear Stearns killed them. Yeah, and so Goldman Sachs would stand alone.
2: But now it turns out that they're also hedging against all of these countries. So this is, ex- this is exactly what they did with the housing bubble where they were, you know, they were their own clients. They were saying, Hey, yeah, jump on these CDOs. This is good stuff. Yeah. These uh, mortgage backed <laughs> right. securities. A this it's is a classic Wall Street it, gambit. Exactly. So what they, so they helped all these countries hide their debts, their deficits, they put it off the books. Meanwhile, they're hedging against the sovereign debt. They're going to clean it up. Yeah. They're shorting it. They're going to clean up. They're going to clean up, and now I
0: wish we were working for Goldman Sachs.
2: Oh, we'd be making more money.
0: We'd be making a lot more money. Yeah,
2: even if we were just doing the dishes the over there, secretaries make yeah. two million dollars a year. I'm telling you. So, but now check this out. This I love. So now, so you're Greece, right? You're the old world. You you started the Olympic Games, right? You started all this stuff. You were a part of established country. I mean, Aristotle. uh, You know, some Plato. Plato, like dudes who were like at the foundation of civilization. And now, if uh, Athens does not comply with austerity demands, and I guess that means, uh, what does that mean? Austerity demands. Yeah, I means stop spending money and and, right. and get your act together. Right, which of course is impossible to shore that up by March sixteenth. It's impossible to do it anywhere. They will lose control over its tax and spend policies, and will not be allowed to vote in the European Union under Article one twenty six point nine of the Lisbon Treaty. They will not. They will like they take away their rights to be a part of the EU. No, they, is that the same as kicking them out? No, 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 no. It's like a censure. It's like you know, you're not allowed to do. you're like okay, you know, you. It's like uh, sit on the punishment bench, stand in the corner with a dunce hat on. Hmm. They will not be allowed to vote. It's like okay, yeah. you, and so what's next? Well, but this well
0: is, what's next is Spain won't be allowed to vote. Then exactly. Italy, Italy and then, then Portugal. Portugal. Yep, and. uh Pretty soon, nobody will be allowed to vote because everybody
2: screws up once in a while. Yeah, but this except is the Germans and the French. Exactly, and this is the total takeover. This is the takeover. This is and it's. Ha- I thought it would happen here what first. Hitler couldn't do. Yeah, because he tried it with force, and you have to be much smarter. You need to to pacify the people into idiocy. So I hate to say it. I hate to use the R word in vain, but we've turned the population into retards. Keep them watching dumb television, and uh, and then meanwhile, just take everything from them, everything, including yeah. their right to vote. It was already <laughs> moved over to Brussels, and so now you can't even vote in Brussels. This is crazy. <laughs> this is absolutely and no one and and no one. Well, the Greece the Greek are standing up, but that, you're not really seeing that on television, of course.
0: No, they're not going to show anything on television. Apparently, there's riots going on that are underreported.
2: Yeah. We need. It, I know we have listeners in Greece. I sure hope we do. Please, we need information. We need to. We need to know what's going on. Oh, by the way, the EU has opened up fifty-four embassies around the world. Oh, so I no, didn't know this. Yeah, you, you no longer go to the uh, Portuguese embassy. You go to the European Union embassy. Oh yeah. Oh, they, oh, dude, they got that Lisbon Treaty signed, and bang, they were in. Let's see. Um, where are the 58 of the 54 embassies of the UK are located in Europe, uh, Armenia, Georgia, Macedonia, Moldova, Norway, Serbia, Switzerland and Ukraine. Twelve others are located in Asia and the Pacific, uh, Afghanistan, of course, <laughs> Australia, China, East Timor, Fiji, Hong Kong, India, Where Indonesia.
0: Ours? What? What about ours? USA. Uh, there isn't one here yet. Oh, so in other words, wait a minute, let me get this straight. They have an open one here so they can keep us believing that Spain has its own embassy, which it does. France has its own embassy, which it does. The U.K. has an embassy and a council that they have one in San Francisco. Uh, But in fact, these things are just shams for what's really going to be. They're all going to be eventually shut down in favor of an EU embassy. Essentially, these ones are are nothing more than places to get visas or to get tourist information. They're actually tourists. The tourist department in in the guise of an embassy. Correct. That's absolutely correct. Well, that's going to be very disappointing for the Americans who like to be ambassadors to France or England or Belgium. Well, I wonder what they're going
2: to do, if they're just going to have one EU ambassador or if they Well, you know, that would make sense. you got to pare it down. I mean, they got to they got to do this over time, though. You just can't jump into that because it would freak the USA out. Well, I think... It would freak us out. I think they're moving really fast. I think what I believe is happening, John, is that... You know there's a lot of there's a lot of noise out there of course they can't control the internet they're desperately trying to that's the thing they have to move slow on and they're gaining ground no doubt about it France now just passed laws they're going to they can completely shut you down for any reason whatsoever they can basically make it illegal for you to have an internet connection
0: Yeah, all i will just accuse you 3 times yeah, of I mean, uh, yeah, I
2: mean, of anything
0: of intellectual property or whatever yeah, of
2: anything and then you're gone so they've got to move swiftly because these guys, I think that what's happened and it's a good thing because we still stand a fighting chance is that, you know, this has been going on for a long time. This is, you know, this is generations of evil have been setting this up. And this generation is saying, Hey, man, I'm like 50 years old. I want to benefit from this takedown we've been working on. Let's move it along. But I think that's a mistake. That's a strategic mistake because of greed. And people won't stand for it. I don't know what we're going to do about it, but people are not going to take it. Maybe we can be saved by Goldman Sachs. <laughs> you never know. No, I'm telling you who's going to save us. It is the No Agenda Militia. It is, as they self-proclaim, No Agenda Militia. It is the sys admins, It is the uh, Unix admins. It is the network admins. These are the people that will keep our shows on the air, our websites running, create proxies and route arounds. Uh, if necessary, we'll mesh all of our Wi Fi networks. They're the ones that are going to save it. That's because these people have civil um, civility, G- civili- G- well, skills. Yeah. But civility and integrity. And these are the people you can't just buy guys like that. You just can't because they, you know, you know how admins have so much power when it comes to passwords and being able to get into anything. And it's like, a, if, you've, if you've ever done this, when you sit down next to an admin and he sets up an account for you and he says, okay, enter your password, what does the admin always always do? Just even though he could find your password, break into your account, he always turns his head, looks yeah, away, so it, that yeah. you know that he is not looking at you, enter your password, because it's like a vow of silence. It's a vow of secrecy, and they mean it. Of course there's always some bad apples, but in general these guys mean it and they will be our saviors. So hug your sis admin today. Give him a big fat tongue kiss. He deserves it.
0: I don't know about the tongue kiss, but uh, this is the, these guys are yeah. Well, you know, you can still just shut down the whole thing. You can you have the same guys on the evil side of evil that can work the system. They could you know do all kinds of filtering. I mean, you. The but it'll be right our now,
2: guys against their guys, and we've got more with integrity on our side. Yeah, I, I know. But side. the
0: public, look at what the public buys into. They're not listening to this show. They're listening to Fox, and they're listening to the the slow brainwashing that goes on there. And and yeah, I mean, they're listening to watching uh, the you know the all star game they're watching you know football or they're watching downhill skiing or they're listening to the crappy news reports that they get Well, here, here, that's look, the majority of people and then, well, then that yeah, but goes. hold on a second
2: but let me tell you th- it's stuff like this Russian hacker did uh, the other day that is going to get people's attention and this is the things that they need to do because we do have to start some illegal action in Moscow a hacker broke into the traffic sign system and played a two minute porn video
0: What did that accomplish?
2: It gets people's attention. It, It shows that we can do it. And now the next thing, we need to start creating great video short form that we can give to the hackers so they can put it up on screens all across Gitmo Nation. So I'm it's, trying to get some people to put some stickers up at the toll booth. <laughs> but <laughs> but you, it's your limited thinking. This is the whole point. <laughs> stickers are no good. We need to have noAgendashow.com beaming across all traffic signs, state to state, worldwide. This so is what I want. how long think? How long would...
0: <laughs>
2: it won't happen, John. I'm I, telling... Because we could just claim, like, we don't know what's going on. It's like, I don't know. We just got crazy fans. Yeah, well, we could do that when we have some real crazy fans. I'll tell you I what, think, I, I hackers the of the world, is the only solution. hackers of the world, I will share all of my hookers and blow with you. If you put noagendashow.com onto a traffic sign, all my hookers and blow, all of it, I'm telling you, you know what? You can have my hookers first and snort my blow first. I will, Well, I
0: think noagendashow.com on a traffic sign would get some attention.
2: It would be a we, hoot. We would
0: double our audience pretty quickly as, they, as the as the news organizations ask, "Because did how did that happen?"
2: It would be beautiful
0: that's that's all i'm asking for about it by the way but somebody decided to take it seriously it's kind of a fun show if you listen to the no agenda show it's a fun show to listen to but we joke around about stuff like this and we suggested it casually on the air and so somebody decided to do it i you know i actually don't approve i am against it but they did it anyway because they thought it was a great idea on their own because people think for themselves people that listen to our show exactly that's my little that. That's my spiel when the uh, Kron uh, news team comes over to the house.
2: That's what I'm going to say too. I'm going to say that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I'm not saying you should do anything illegal. But there's hookers and blow at, at, at the watchtower for you. <laughs> I can just see Mickey now and going, "Oh shit! I better make some calls." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you got to get some of the hookers lined up. <laughs> gotta get the hookers I think there's in- a few of them down in L.A., by the way, and they're pretty good looking. Yeah. Uh, dude, I'm telling you, we'll have a partay. Partay! That would be the way to go. Anyway, so that's my uh, that's my rant on sysadmins. Uh, t- tongue kiss your sysadmin today. He or she, by the way, deserves it.
0: So we got a bunch of things we're obviously not going to get to. One, I want to get back to the, at some point, I want to get back to the pot wars.
2: Oh, Which, I had a heroin war thing.
0: Well, the pot wars are one thing. The other thing, there's a there's a Corvette lady was uh, griping on one of the uh, po- on one of the comment posts that uh, we never discussed the uh, the uh, Supreme Court decision about the corporation being able to throw money. And we at.
2: discussed it many times. Well, we did. That's what I was going to say. That, uh,
0: but the other thing, I was I was arguing with my wife about this. She was going on and on about how well it's a bad thing. I said, Do you think? Let's say the corporations are given free rein to spend as much money they want as they want on politics. Do you think anything is going to change? Do you think they haven't already bypassed the system? This just makes it a little easier for them. There's not going to be any difference. So that the argument is moot. They already spend as much money as they want. They just do it in funny ways. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, that's true. There's the. There's the. Uh, a couple the, other they're things. Just, so they're just making they're, it easier.
2: Right. What was already happening? There's also happened? an
0: interesting story that's floating around about Roger Ebert keeps getting a takedown notice. Poor Roger's like, you know, in bad shape physically. And he did this tribute to Gene Siskel. And Disney keeps taking it down wherever it gets posted because I guess it's got some sort of Disney, a picture of Disney content or whatever. And that's a big scandal. And the, I just want to put this thought out there. Who's the largest shareholder of Disney that could put a stop to this instantly? the largest Jobs.
2: Sh- oh that's right
0: is he the well, largest I'm shareholder
2: is that is he is that true is he the largest shareholder now
0: he is the largest shareholder of disney he has all the power at disney he can put a stop to this with one phone call so people should jump on him hmm
2: i didn't i, I didn't even think that's because of the pixar acquisition
0: yeah hmm
2: save the company
0: basically wow And then we still have a bunch of uh, clips, by the way. So I'm watching this Obama uh, news conference yesterday, and he's talking about, you know, nothing. And and then Republicans respond. (laughs) Oh, one of
2: those. (laughs) He's talking about nothing. But but Biden
0: is standing next to him. And can somebody tell me what happened here? Biden looks like he had a hole drilled into
2: his forehead. No, that was Ash Wednesday. Hello? It was Ash Wednesday? Yeah, that's... I I thought, when is Easter? No, everyone in San Francisco, Francisco, I saw lots of people in San Francisco walking around with ash on their head yesterday. But isn't Ash Wednesday, the Wednesday before Easter? What do I look like? A priest? I don't know. the, the,
0: The smudge. Yeah, it's a big smudge. I used to be a Catholic kid.
2: Well, didn't you have a smudge on your head?
0: Oh yeah, everybody walked around with a smudge. You felt kind of like an Indian. What is the
2: genesis of the of the smudge? I forgot.
0: I you know I knew and I don't remember. And it was just it was like a big deal to walk around. You could show it was you know I, it, I think it's kind of a uh, uh, meaningless symbolism. Ash Wednesday.
2: It was Ash Wednesday. I'm pretty sure. I didn't know.
0: Well, I was wondering because it looked to me because he had a really dopey look on his head. Face. <laughs> I can't I believe, you said, I can't believe, believe of all face.
2: people that you would not catch that as it being Ash Wednesday. Well, I thought
0: about it, but it was I'm thinking of the date. I don't remember Ash Wednesday. It's I Lent. It's Lent. It's Lent. First thing I thought about, I don't remember an Ash Wednesday in my life being in February.
2: Well, uh, it's six weeks to Easter, right? Is that what it is? I, I'm just reading the no, chat it was room.
0: Wednesday before uh, Easter. I'm I'm just whatever. The chat okay, whatever room. the case was. All I know is he looked like he was out of it and he had a, a hole drilled in his brain. So I
2: <laughs> well, that could that could have been <laughs> file footage. <laughs> okay. It, he was out of it and had a hole drilled into his head. Great. That's, <laughs> that life. really helps the credibility, John. Excellent. <laughs> Just saying. And you know you what? can
4: take that to the bank.
2: Banks. It really helps. It helps our donations. org
0: slash NA. You can berate me in the comment.
2: Yeah, it's fun. So
0: one of the things we've got here is clip number, the clip and the, and the part that's clip two, since we're getting to the end of the show, uh, I want to play a part of this, and, but I would like you to play this at the end of the show because it's way too long to play the whole clip. Okay. Apparently, this was on Rosie Radio. This is going all over the net.
2: Oh, on, on, you know, okay, we'll put that, yeah, it's good it's at the end of the show. With, uh, with what's-her-face? Garofalo. <sighs> yeah. And... It is hilarious, and of course, you—if you read about it from the left and
0: the right, the right wing said this woman is a lunatic. But you—we at least have to play the beginning of it where she talks about dead reckoning.
2: What's the uh, what's the name of the clip? STE twenty eight. Oh, you want me to play the beginning of that clip now? Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So people can get a feeling for it, so they get to hear she's the whole thing later. She's
3: anti-intellectual. I have no idea if she's book smart or not. No. But it's clear to me that she is anti-intellectual. She is not a, a, a particularly compassionate person. Sure, she were can. The, that,
2: Elizabeth back. Right, from, uh, from The View. Who is hot, by the way? She's pretty. No, she's, she's smoking. Smoking she's a good-looking woman.
3: Wife, the person reminds her of herself. Right. And um, her... her. What is this on, by the way? Is
0: this XM? It's either serious XM or it's just streamed over the internet off of Rosie's site.
3: Rosie Radio in the morning. Her ridiculous oh, uh, take on religion, uh, which is not about in- being inclusive, not about um, giving of oneself. Uh, you know, she she prefers the punishing God and the right, not a very the, pious. No, 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 Christ-like. That's well, because she's just a very limited person. She has a very. She's got a lot of limitations, as most people of of that mindset do. It's a it's a it's a mindset that unfortunately I don't know if it's nature or nurture or both. Yeah. Um. I don't know if you're born that way or you're made that way, or when it happens when that switch is flipped on, maybe in adolescence, so or something happens to you. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what makes one a Rush Limbaugh fan.
5: Yeah. I how don't do you either. get there? What and, and how is it, it, it that he's able to be a junkie? Literally, mm-hmm. and sort of still have reverence, respect, and be heralded as a, the leader of these. You know, well, okay he's talking to? I know, who's okay, he's s- talking to? This is
2: this is so unbelievable. Uh, the hate that I hear in these women's voices, oh, it's unbelievable. I agree. Yeah, I mean, you
0: know, it's it's one thing. You know, it, it, Garofalo, in particular, is seething.
2: Yeah, she's she. she her, there's smoke coming out of her ears.
0: And, they do say one thing in this clip that I found interesting, and I'd like to have somebody confirm or unconfirm it. They, well, at least I, I, Rosie I says this. What about... Rosie yeah. makes the... Sorry? No, go ahead. Rosie makes the claim that uh, Hasselbeck, before each show, when Rosie was the host, had a uh, an operative from the Republican Party come into her dressing room and brief her for a half an hour before she'd come out.
2: Is that in the... I didn't... Uh, that must be near the end of the clip because I watched. No, it this No, no, that's
0: actually probably going to come up before they get to the dead reckoning. thing. it's okay,
2: a long clip. We're going to just play to the once they get to the beginning of the
0: dead reckoning thing. I just want to. There's one line in there, and then you can stop it and then run it at the end okay. of the show. So the the, the dead time.
2: reckoning thing, by the way, is the funniest ever because, uh, as an aviator, as an airman, of course, I know what dead reckoning is. And she starts off by saying, "Dead reckoning is a term used in uh, in uh, nautical law." <laughs> like, okay, maritime that's what I checked. Law. Maritime law. law. Yeah, that's what I checked out. I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> maritime I law. I couldn't stop laughing when I heard that. <laughs> All right, I hope she says this thing about the Hasselbeck uh, briefing.
5: But you, those are the kind of people who, if it was a junkie, right, But Because he buys the Oxycontin from a doctor? True, sure, but it's very elastic, isn't it? Yeah.
3: It's always a double standard. Right. When it comes to right-wingers, uh, whatever whatever works for them works. Uh, You've heard of a term called dead reckoning?
2: Yeah, it's see, a it's, uh, navigation. See, it's not in there. Yeah, right. Let's listen to that that first beginning. I want to hear the dead reckoning. It's a navigational term used in maritime law.
3: For them, works. Uh, you you heard of a term called dead reckoning? It's a uh, navigational term usually used in maritime law.
0: You can hear the rest of this at the end of the show, but I want to mention something. She says that dead reckoning is used when you're lost, you can't find your way around, you'll never and you it just not makes true. It worse. That's so not true. It's not true. Let me let me I have a better story than than you're gonna come up with right away. Listen to this. I had an e Tac uh in a, in a car I used to own, and ETAC was Predates the GPS system. It was done by uh, um, an inventor, the uh, Nolan Bushnell's company, and it was a dead reckoning computer in the car that was used for navigation. This thing was oftentimes more on the money than the than the early GPS things that were off a block.
2: Sure, dead reckoning. Once you have a fix and you know where you are, then you basically set your course, and that's dead reckoning. It's that simple. You just need one fix, which you can do with a sextant. Uh, but you, you know, you can you can basically hit it with a compass, and then you, you know, then you then there's a couple of things you got to do to adjust for the curvature of the Earth, et cetera. But you can dead reckon, and you can pretty much wind up where you want to be. You're trained as an a- aviator to be able to do that.
0: Yeah, and this e-tech, by the way, in the car, and we're talking about using it to go to garage sales in the Berkeley Hills, which is a mess <laughs> of winding roads. It would nail it yeah so she's just full of crap
2: this woman you know i have a solution for women like this I i told you in the car yesterday what would fix her both of them god do you please okay i won't mention it but i have a fix for that yeah <laughs> just come to uncle adam's house i'll 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 fix you up you you'll have no more hate I know so do exactly we have any
0: more, what I got. Uh, things. I mean, I got some Liz Cheney clips. By the way, that, I, we don't do them on this show. We're going to do them on the Sunday. I want to mention to people that I think Liz Cheney is a setup for something. I'm not sure what it is. She's getting way too much press. She's getting on the on the show She's extremely smart and quick witted. She makes Sarah Palin. Look, I mean, the difference between her and Sarah Palin in terms of. their...
2: Interesting. Let's, let's do that. I do have a couple things I'd like to hit before the end of the show, but I'd like to hear uh, your Liz Cheney. Now, Liz Cheney is... Um, I got two Liz Cheney clips. Is she the daughter or the wife of Dick Cheney? She's the daughter of Dick daughter. She's the lesbian, lesbian daughter, daughter of Dick right. Cheney. Why do you have to use the L word, John? Is Just it necessary? so people get a
0: clue that you know it's okay, it's fine to be a lesbian. I uh, got nothing about it. She talks about the crotch bomber here with a couple of interesting points, and then oh wait, right, let's start. The, the first clip is Liz Cheney on the New York Times, and and this is a piece of disinformation. I I, I consider this either dis, disinformation or she doesn't understand what's going on uh, with the New York Times, which is an outlet. Really, it's a kind of the mouthpiece for the CIA, and everybody knows it.
4: I nice is Liz Cheney, former Deputy Assistant Secretary of State and daughter of Vice President Cheney. Liz, um, nice to see you. And it's sort of as I listened to the big news tonight uh, that we might have gotten the number two in Taliban, at least it's been reported number two, and I, I watched the two dueling um, vice presidents, I think to myself, how much does the media try to create these duels, these fights between two men who obviously care about their country, and how much is uh, you know legitimate news gathering? Well, I think that clearly the whole dueling concept. Uh,
1: is something that the media helps to feed I think you know the White House when they heard that that uh, Vice President Cheney was going to be out immediately rushed to put Vice President Biden out um, but these are really important issues and issues where the stakes are very high for the nation um, I think that you know this news that we've just heard from Afghanistan is good news if it's true um, I think it's very good news obviously I think it's troubling that the New York Times broke the story I'm always suspicious um, the New York Times does not have a good record in terms of being Responsible about keeping information secret that should be kept secret that comes into their possession, but but it is good news. It tells you, it reminds us once again, though, that we are at war with an enemy determined to kill
4: us. Well, as I understand, the reason the New York Times finally did go public with this is because it's all over the, all over Pakistan. They know about this now. You know, we we because geographically we're sort of the last to know. They've so always got a reason why well, they go public. Know, I, I, well, you know, we'll hear about it probably right. tomorrow. But um, all right, now um, in terms of That's good the, this, the yeah, difference it's, it's, in the uh, it's almost the, over.
2: So I like your theory, John. And as we know it 's it 's very easy for the elite through uh through their Wall Street financial connections to get anyone into the presidency uh, take for example George Bush, uh, who was son of uh, of the evil George Bush, the other evil George Bush, they got him in so why wouldn 't they take liz cheney she 's perfect she she looks pretty she 's very well spoken she 's very smart she has all the talking points down she 's hammering against. Um, uh, against her her dad's enemies. You know, you, if you re listen to this clip,
0: that she has a lot of interesting, uh, subtle propagandistic techniques that she likes to throw in. She just throws in out of the blue. Uh, near the end, when they about the, how they captured the uh, the guy, and she says it reminds us why we are at war. How does this remind us why we're at war? They got some guy in the middle of of nowhere, Pakistan, and kill him or grab him. This doesn't remind us of anything, but she throws that in, so it's a meme. Reminds us why
2: we're at war. We're at war with who? With the Pakistan Taliban? It just hit me. It just hit me. We're going to see a 2012 presidential race between Sarah Palin and Liz Cheney. It's going to be a smoking hot throwdown. (laughs) <laughs> and we'll and we'll be, oh, we'll be a be, nice go. cat fight. We'll all have our hands in our pants, going. Ugh, I don't care which one wins. They're both hot. I kind of like the lesbian better. Maybe she got some hot video. This is how stupid we are. I'm telling you, we got a throwdown, cat fight, hot Liz with hot Sarah.
0: Well, if Liz had, well, Liz is doing a lot. She's getting on a lot of committees. She's doing a lot of stuff to give herself some credibility to do something like that. But let's play the second clip, which is Liz Cheney on the crotch bomber
1: of Homeland Security, Napolitano, who gave a White House briefing in early January on this matter, and they both said they were surprised that al-Qaeda in uh, Yemen was operational, and Napolitano said she was surprised that al-Qaeda would send individuals to attack us. I mean, those are two statements that you would frankly know if you were just reading a newspaper, not to be surprised by those things. I think there's a real question of competence here. The president may not be well-served, but at the end of the day, he's the president, and he's been the president for over a year. Now and he hasn't held anybody accountable for what happened on Christmas Day. It's his responsibility to to do that.
2: Oh, no, so she's saying Fire Napolitano.
0: Yeah, well, they're going after Brennan and Napolitano both. Uh, if you or if you start listening to Fox, the, just the Brennan thing is the one that just still kind of baffles me because what did he do?
2: Hey, I, I have uh, disappointing news from the chat room, John. Apparently, Liz is not the lesbian, but Mary is the lesbian. Oh, okay. Liz has five kids. Damn. Well, you know,
0: just looking at her.
2: (laughs) She has kind of that Marissa Meyer from Google look about
0: her. Okay, you're right. Yeah, no, Mary, Mary. Yeah, what am I thinking? Yeah,
2: really? See, you invoke anyway, the L so, word unnecessarily. You got me all well, that's excited. That's because
0: Liz, lesbian, 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 les. I mean, she'll come be on, the lesbian. But by
2: the end of the campaign, she'll be a lesbian too. Don't worry about it. We'll fix that. We'll fix that in the in, in the talking points. It's okay, so problem. she's not
0: a lesbian, but she's a fast-talking Cheney, and uh, she's got You know, she's being she's being primed primed for something. There's a she, big, there's a big future ahead for her. Yes, there
2: is, and I think she needs some senatorship or something in the interim. Could she get something real quick in the in this next election? Could she be up for something? Can we can we jam her in somewhere? A too
0: late, unless they can get, get her to Indiana so she can run at uh, buy's uh, seat. I don't think so. I don't think they're gonna be able to rush the job on her that much. She, she's, she's showing up as, as a spokesperson for all kinds of stuff. She's all over the place. That's and Of great. course, she wouldn't be a lesbian because the Republicans would never elect one.
2: But uh I mean, elect one that's open. <laughs> There's so many things I could say right now, but mm-hmm. let's not. Um, (laughs) there's a, uh, there's a couple of things I just want to hit before we, uh, before we sign off. Um, the French are now, uh, providing aid to Haiti, 230 million euros. That's reasonable. Announced by, uh, Monsieur Sarkozy. Of course, uh, they've had the Haitians under their thumb for uh, decades, as is. They still had a... Were they still paying off debts to uh, to France, Haiti? I think uh, so, right? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, just another example of... Shysters show up and take advantage of people's goodwill and generosity. Yeah. Um, then we have... Uh, we kind of lost... Oh, maybe I should play the jingle here for a second, because we... Uh, we 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 were off topic for a bit, but there are a couple of news stories in the category. It's
5: the agenda, swine flu minute.
2: Remember the remember Ukraine? Oh well, yeah, they had the crazy uh, outbreak or whatever it was. Well, yeah, it was the, it was the they had the black lung epidemic. So the numbers are in, the science is in. Over one thousand people have died in the in Ukraine from the black lung epidemic. Two hundred and fifty thousand hospitalized. Uh, of course, this was uh, apparently not the swine flu, but I'm, sounds, it has Baxter all written all over it. Baxter International. Um, maybe that was just the testing ground, uh, but it's uh, those are pretty big numbers, and uh, also from France. Um, and this, I guess, comes through the through a report from the World Health Organization, because of course there is an expected second wave coming. They're saying it it, third, third wave, third wave. Uh, yeah. Third wave. Uh, you know what? Why don't we just put the H1N1 vaccine in the seasonal vaccine? Just mix them all up. Just put them together into one. So it won't even be a separate shot. Now, if you go for the regular flu shot. Yeah, I'm baffled by the, you know what? Yeah. Baffled by what? Why they didn't do that in the first place. Well, baby steps, right? Baby steps, little steps. So you, uh, I'm, I'm
0: so disappointed that Liz Cheney's not the lesbian.
2: <laughs> You're still bummed out. <laughs> All right, and then uh, another piece of the puzzle. Wow, this is a great article. It's from the L.A. Times. Uh, immigrants from an obscure corner of Mexico are changing heroin use in many parts of America. Now, I just have to reiterate that we are uh, pretty certain that the whole war in Afghanistan. A large portion of it, at least, is to secure the poppy fields um, to run the drugs into the West, into the United States, um, which partially funds Wall Street. That the United Nations had their own their own internal report that says that uh, drug uh, money uh, helped with the bailout of Wall Street. I should put that link in the show notes again just so you can reread it.
0: And while you're at it, you might as well play the clip I have on Afghanistan Report, which which just calmly talks about the poppy fields as though it's part of the news story. A sidewall right there.
6: In the streets, troops found what one Marine described as death at every corner. Booby traps and IEDs which were detonated throughout the day. While thousands of the 80,000 civilians who live in the area left ahead of the offensive, many others remained to tend poppy crops or their homes or found it too dangerous to leave after the Taliban mined the roads out of town. One poppy farmer wondered out loud when the fighting would end and a young villager said the troops come to fight and then leave.
2: So, um, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's known. It's like we don't even make a big deal about it anymore. Oh, it's just, you know, it's the poppy fields, man. What do you think we're there for? So anyway, so these poppies are then, fl- I think they're being flown down to Mexico. Because now this report says farm boys from a tiny county that once depended on, ooh, you'll love this, sugar cane. Of course, we know that, uh, there's a crisis in, uh, sugar. Uh... Uh, I even have a report in the show notes that says that uh, sugar production is down 63%. Wow. So, yeah. So these, uh, these farm boys, uh, they got no more sugar cane to peddle. Yeah. So they have, according to the LA Times, perfected an ingenious business model for selling a semi-processed form of Mexican heroin known as, John, black tar. Using convenient delivery by car and aggressive marketing. They have, <laughs> I love this. They have moved into cities and small towns across the United States, often creating demand for heroin where there was little or none. In many of those places, authorities report increases in overdoses and deaths. Yes, of course. So it's the Xalisco, that's the name of the county, uh, with an X, Xalisco, have brought an audacious entrepreneurial spirit to the heroin trade. Their success stems from both their product which is cheaper and more potent than Colombian heroin, and their business model, which places a premium on customer convenience and satisfaction. Wow. Sounds like Nordstrom's. Yeah. (laughs) Nordstrom's. (laughs) They've got, like, frequent flyer cards. (laughs) Users need not venture into dangerous neighborhoods for their fix. Instead, they phone in their orders and drivers take the drugs to them. Crew bosses sometimes call users after a delivery to check on the quality of service. They encourage users to bring in new customers, rewarding them with free heroin if they do. And we're talking like, you know, 25 bucks uh, a pop for black tar. Hmm. So it, 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 the article says it's almost like Walmart. We're going to keep our prices cheap and grow from there. It works. Rolling back prices on. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so uh so I, i'd say the whole distribution network is in place you know we've, we've uh, <laughs> yeah, we got the sugar out of there we Heaven got,
0: forbid people use that when they can use a good chemical
2: yeah yeah aspartame which has been rebranded so that's good so we've gotten actually uh i have that uh if you're interested john in the show notes um here it is sugar output from imported raws down 63 percent, same period last year from uh well you got to keep.
0: you know if you're going to try you know the problem is with the sugar is that these even in Mexico I mean Me- Mexican coke has real sugar in it most of the stuff in Europe has real sugar in it so to get into those markets you ha- you know you have to with corn syrup and and the other crap you have to kill sugar well they're doing a good job so 60% is a lot
2: yeah well, I told you this is this you know, and part of it is weather, of course. And I'm sure Monsanto is, has something to do with it. Someone's spraying something, or you know, it's just like and and nice little benefit is all these Mexican farm boys—they got to make a living somehow. So, well, let's, uh, hey, oh, hey, what's this? What's that big American uh, uh military plane doing? Oh, they're offloading poppies. Oh, or do you think they do? Do you think they do the production in Afghanistan as well? No, they probably. They can, in Mexico, where you can grow sugarcane
0: and poppies would probably grow great next to each other. No, but
2: I mean, do they? The, they're harvested in Afghanistan and then they're brought over to Mexico and probably processed No, I think they're growing there. in Mexico. That really? would be my guess. Oh wow! Oh well, then what are we going to do over in Afghanistan? Let's get out but of there. Then. All that goes to Europe. We don't get any of that oh, stuff. Oh, that, that's the European tar. Yeah, Eurotar. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, there's uh somebody sent me an Italian version of We are the world uh which even though it 's from two thousand and six, I just wanted to play a little bit of it it 's from a uh, political satire show Ooh, featuring here comes time featuring Sarkozy and Bush when we need a real
0: change <laughs> when the world must come together at one
2: Have you seen this? No.
0: There are people dying.
2: <laughs> Wait until the refrain. And
0: we don't care about. That's Bush. We try to make a better world for me and me. <laughs> we fight the world. We fight the world. We fight
2: the children. We fight the children. We fight the world, the forest and the seas. So let us doing. Oh, I love it. <laughs> You can see the whole thing in the show notes at noagendashow.com. We fu- <laughs> we fucked the world. What a bunch of cynics out there. Oh, I love it. Well, in 2006, you could still do that. And then to show you how, uh, how infantile the world has become, there was a bridge in uh, Yorkshire, in uh, Gitmo Nation East. I think it's Yorkshire. And uh, they... Uh, the bridge was called. What was? I, I don't want to mess up the joke here. Um. Hold on a second. Well oh, this is poorly produced on my part. I'm sorry. Anyway, so there was this bridge that was renamed. Oh yeah, it was the Tittlecott Bridge. And uh, and the residents are outraged because they want it. Change back to its original name, and they don't feel that history should be changed you know meanwhile, the government is screwing them, killing their children by sending them to uh, Afghanistan, and all people can be worried about is changing the plaque of the original name of this bridge, which was ticklecock, and they want to change it to what no it was no that's the original name it was yeah. They had so why did it they change it in the first place? Because it was politically incorrect for it to be. it's been tickle- that name forever. No, it, no, it's been Tittlecott. Oh, and they want to change it to Tittlecock. No, they want it, it's the original name is Tittlecock. Yeah,
0: well, T- well, Tittlecock. Just a crazy name from England. They have tons of stuff like that over there. I'm cutting this out of the show. <laughs> <laughs> this will not be. And well, there. you
2: should. Yeah, this will not be in the show. All right. Kind of a dead end there. Yeah, that was no good. I'm, let, let's bring in some lesbians. That always spices up the show. <laughs> well, I
0: do have the one last clip, which is the Van Susteren competence rant, rant which, again, I think is, uh, I think it's, again, Liz Cheney. But in this particular clip, they name all the people that they're out to get fired as though, you know, I mean, this there's, some, there's something, you know, I don't know if it's part of the CIA uh, war or what, but, you, but the, the names keep cropping up over and over and over as though, they're like the worst people in the world. Uh, which clip is this? It says Van Susteren competence rent. I
2: don't think I have that one.
0: No, it's at the bottom. No, just right under psychic. No, really? Mm, I don't think so. Hold on. It wouldn't make sense. Cause it said that it was
2: sent to you. I've got the, uh, your, Oh, I see what happened. Okay. yeah, I can play it from here. All right, here we go.
4: Is who's giving them this information? Who's, who's, or who's not giving them the right information.
6: Yeah, I think if you look at at the team Greta, over the last six or nine months, you know secretary napolitano uh director Blair, you've got Eric Holder, and then you've got John Brennan. It is clear that they have not been working together as a team they have there have been instances of incompetence, and the President needs to exert his leadership to
2: make sure that no, he' is a competent right so they're after him so yeah they're, they're, after they're really Brennan after in particular him. that
0: no. wasn't obviously Liz Cheney, no. Although it could have been. Um, but the, 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 that was the laundry list of the people they're after. They're out to get. The Republicans are out to get. For some reason, I don't know if it's what the deal is.
2: Well, this could be part
0: of the CIA war. It could be because, and the, the specifically, at Brennan, who was a CIA guy, uh, is is still being targeted over and over and over again for what I don't know. And then this whole thing about uh, Liz Cheney coming out and saying I don't know why he hasn't fired somebody over the crotch bomber. Well, who's to fire? It wasn't anybody's fault. I mean, it was the guy was let through in in, in Amsterdam? That, we had nothing and to and do that, with and,
2: that. And his visa was not revoked. And that video is missing from the archives because one of the community, someone in the community said, let him go. Do not revoke his visa. So there's there's a there That
0: stinks, it really, really stinks the whole thing
2: stinks, and there,
0: this attack is is some, something 's fishy about the whole thing, and yeah, I think people should be held accountable and fired for certain things, like brownie you know in the uh, in the ninth Lord ninth Ward in New Orleans. Uh, and all the and, and there 's instances where the TSA has screwed up, and nobody ever gets fired but this but this particular instance i 'm not seeing where anybody should be getting fired, and why they keep targeting these same people over and over and over again over the crotch bomber. It just seems to me they're out to get somebody.
2: Well, you know what the good news is, John? We have three days to figure it out.
0: Yeah, well, we won't figure it out in three days. But we're going to play the uh, Garofalo thing here at the end. Yes. And uh, I think people will enjoy that.
2: And there is one other meme I wanted to mention, which is a very bad one, which I'm very worried about. Uh, I think Glenn Beck is uh, propagating this. uh, That someone from the extreme, I saw him last night, uh, as I was trying to fall asleep that as someone from the extreme right a tea party or in the extreme uh, coalition as he puts it uh, might attempt an assassination on the president I don't like that, and but that that what you just said
0: reminds me of what O'Reilly. In fact, there was a clip I was almost going to bring where O'Reilly publicly said that he gave some number like ten to twenty percent of the Tea Party movement are loonies, they're loons. He likes to use the word loon, and yeah. so there's now there's a meme going around that they're trying to marginalize the original, probably the original Tea Party yep, people. As exactly crazies. to bring they got Sarah Palin up. Nation's different. Yeah. Uh, yeah there's something going on it 's not good something bad's going to happen or or at least they 're going to have a bad impression there. This is all very this is a scheme under underway that is it looks like it 's very well choreographed, and i 'm not absolutely sure what they 're up to
2: and add to that that some crazy guy broke through uh Biden security at the Olympic Games in Vancouver. You know, it's a setup. It really feels like a setup that they're, you know, that maybe there'll be an attempt on the president's life. They're going to blame uh, the original, the, the loony tea baggers, and then push Sarah Palin forward. Oh my gosh, ugh, oh my gosh, John, it's unfolding before our very eyes. And, yeah, and, can, and somehow Brennan has got to go. <laughs> what has got to do with it? Yeah. Wow. Wow. All right. Um, So we'll play the rest of the uh, Dead Reckoning clip of Garofalo and Rosie O'Donnell uh, just to piss you off a little more. (laughs) But remember, you need to tongue-kiss your cis admin today. He or she deserves it. They will truly save us from all evil at the end of the day. Coming to you from the 13th floor of the Marriott Hotel in downtown San Francisco, Gitmo Nation, West San Francisco, in the Republic of California. I'm Adam Curry. And
0: uh, the more mature of the two, uh, living here in northern Silicon Valley, uh, wishing you a a happy Thursday and Friday and Saturday. And don't forget to give us some love at uh, NoAgendaStream.com. I'm John
2: C. Dvorak. And we'll talk to you again on Sunday for early service. Remember, I'll still be younger than John, right here on No Agenda.
3: What it is is when you decide to figure out where you you are going um, based on where you are right now and where you've been rather than using navigational tools. Sometimes it's used um, when people don't have access to navigational tools or they don't use the stars. And what happens is they tend to get lost because they are frequently going from a false pre- premise, they're already lost, and they're under the impression they're, they're somewhere. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if I'm artic- articulating this correctly, dead reckoning, but um, if if you go from a false premise, which a lot of conservatism does, and then you move on from there, yeah. you're going so, right. to continue to stack from ho- falsehood. And in, in a lot of, uh, at sea, when people get lost a lot, because they use dead reckoning. They are making assumptions about Where they where they are or where they've been, right? Because they don't have navigational tools at their at the ready, and then they keep going wrong. Does that make sense? Yes, I understand. And I feel like people like Elizabeth Hasselbeck and a lot of right wingers. Dead reckoning is the problem. Yeah, they are. They are the, the point of origin is false. Well, and they also
5: get the points of origin delivered in daily talking points. Yes, the Republican talking points. Like she would get them. The right. RNC it's points. Exactly right. And then she would go over them with Bill Getty for a half hour. They would meet right. before the show. Right. And then she would come out with her dittos and her little, you know, faxes right. of all of the points that they were trying to make. That yes. again were based on what, where they'd been, right. where they were. Or just with. a falsehood. A false. Just a false premise. Right. and
3: then it stacks up from there. But here's another thing with the type of mindset, like. like I, I, I keep saying right winger. I don't know what else to, to, to call it. A person that lacks empathy. A person that's uh, um, elitist. Uh, Yet yeah, elitist uh, latte drinker. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's nonsense. That, that's so embarrassing when people say stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, accuse accuse Obama of being a country club elitist. You know, Karl Rove, Frank Luntz, the guy who comes up with the talking points at these meetings, Grover Norquist. Uh, they have no shame. You can't embarrass them. They have no problem. And they know that they, that who they're lying to, the base, if you will. Yeah. It need not be given facts, need not be uh, fair-minded or open-minded to anything. And you, when you talk that way to people, the way Rush talks to people, the way he lies to people, you can't have respect for them. You couldn't possibly respect who's listening to you if you lied to them the way that they do. They use these people as a blunt instrument. Do you think that they believe it, Rush or Glenn Beck or those people? Uh, it depends. Sometimes, like when you meet Sean Hannity, you think, "Oh, I think he doesn't know he's lying." Um, some people, yeah. like uh, and the the Fox and Friends morning douchebags, the Fox and on Fox and Friends, it, yeah. real, really limited. You can just see it when you go on the show. Uh, don't make that mistake. Don't do that. But um, no, I won't. I won't do it again. But the, Brian Kilmeade—they just you get the sense they don't know they're lying. Yeah. Uh, and they don't care. now Then you—you you, Gre- Greta Van Susteren, Britt Hume—they do know they're lying.
5: Well, I saw Greta. I was at—I uh, was in Washington. Uh, lobbying for foster care reform with mm-hmm. the senator from Louisiana, and she wanted to do an interview. And I said to her, "What the hell happened to you? Mm-hmm. Why don't you go working for the enemy? You're working." For- she wanted yeah. to work. No, well, I said, "What's the deal, Greta? You you working with for, for him?" Yeah, I don't. And, you know, know. you got to serve somebody. Look who you're serving. You know. And she's like, "Well, you know, the CNN people were really mean to me, and they fired my whole staff, right. and blah 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 blah." I'm like,
3: "Okay, but still, at the end of the day."
5: Mm-hmm. Well, who are you getting your paycheck from?
3: Yeah, I, it's I a, don't know. It's a, I've asked that question of other people who work at Fox too, even in very, like, more technical capacities and stuff like that. And then, you know, you've got to work. Yeah. I mean, there are people, they got to work. So, yeah. um, but to work there, it's a tough pill to swallow.